Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. on the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA, FM, rockoftalk.com, 550, here in the Kiva. You can catch us on TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV. Those apps, I just can't wait for them to be paid for. That would be uh, very awesome. That's going to be cool. Yeah, so get them, get them while they're free, and then uh, you'll get it free for the rest of the year. And then there'll be a nice little renewal uh, notice. That's pretty cool. Podcasting on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Don't forget our apps, which you can find at rockoftalk.com. They have all of the various um, wonderful music apps, music stations. You can find it at rockoftalk.com and rockoftalk.tv. I'm working on it, uh, but we're going to be able to get uh, each one of the actual shows that we recorded here downloaded so that they're on demand. But um, that also will be for a paid app. Lots to get to here in the Kiva, Dad Muska. Hour one, this will be no fun because we're going to jump into the homicide numbers immediately. Uh, we have Murder Mike here. There's a reason why we have him here. We're also going to del- uh, delve headway into uh, part two of uh, what is not true about the death of the 15-year-old. Uh, who has now accumulated uh, more than $24,000 as of this airing right now, uh, Mr. Rosano, who uh, lost his life after running away from home. His dad was also uh, shot and killed justifiably uh, by the uh, Bernalillo County Sheriff's Office prior to his birth. It's a sad, tragic tale. Nothing you could have done and certainly nothing the Albuquerque Police Department uh, could have done, should have or could have prevented uh, the uh, coming death for him. His partner, quote-unquote, uh, buddy, friend, quote-unquote, partner, I don't know what to make of any of that, but uh, it, it would appear at this point uh, he is at least involved in two different homicides. To what extent, we don't know. Uh, he They have retained legal counsel already, as you do. Uh, the woman that would ostens- have ostensibly been portrayed by the Albuquerque Journal uh, as his mother, not his mother, no, his mother is a Hispanic woman by the name of Lopez, uh, who also is the person responsible who was not his mother uh, of the home because he had been a runaway and was living apparently in this particular home. And uh, now the front page of the Albuquerque urinal, all the news that's fit to, well, you know what, uh, leave in the uh, restroom stall uh the final uh this is the finally a picture of his mother there she is miss lopez miss lopez conceived a child mr rosano uh who now lost his life her name is amanda lopez and uh this is a very very interesting follow-up by elise kaplan as much as i can tell okay this is politically motivated uh this is skewed uh in an attempt to go ahead and emotionally manipulate you and I think to drag the Albuquerque Police Department down. There's a real war here, folks, in the media. It's me against the entire media establishment here in this marketplace. And uh, we will continue, and I'll continue to take the shots that I know that I can easily take because I know these stories way too well. Um, 
I don't know if anybody knows about my background history. Grew up in Martinez, actually born and raised, grew up in Martinez Town. Uh, my first uh, house was actually right off of Arno on High Street, uh, where all the uh, uh, wonderful uh, nuclear Soviet uh, secrets were uh, traded there at the uh, boarding house there on 209 uh, High Street. I'll, tell, I'll talk about that more in another thing, which has now become sort of the Southeast or Edo in the uh, newly gentrified or attempted gentrification, I should say, of Edo East downtown. Uh, and the Weedo uh, did not take off uh, either, although they are uh, featuring, uh, I believe, the Elvado uh, development. Let's get through this. We want to say uh, hello or good afternoon to uh, Murder Mike, who is here in studio. I want to make sure I got Murder Mike, you there? Okay, I think I got him on the wrong mic. Let's see. No. He's uh, pulled off the third mic. Third mic on Murder Mike. There you are. Number three. Okay, yep. Uh, Number three. You know, Mike's been up all night, so it's hard for to get him on the right mic. Yeah, that's <laughs> he, for sure. Thank yeah, you. Uh, he, he has been up all night. We're about to talk about why. That's right. And uh, in my hot little hands here this afternoon is your latest homicide reports. There they are, folks. You can see him. 74. Uh, I would probably say uh, Rosenau would be 75 because you will find likely, likely that it wasn't the Albuquerque Police Department that is responsible for his murder, uh, given that there was no uh, communication. But we'll get to that in a moment, okay? Let's get to the actual follow-up report. Now, by the third reporter of the Albuquerque Journal, Elise Kaplan. And uh, Elise Kaplan showed up with, uh, what, what was the guy who wrote it, uh, co-wrote yesterday? By the way, uh, good afternoon, uh, D-Dowd Musk. I apologize for not properly bringing you to the <laughs> How are you, sir? Uh, good afternoon, uh, Mr. Eric. And I, I think you, uh, uh, we will say another rush. I was indeed too, too charitably yesterday when I talked about the dysfunction in the community incident, and you uh, admonished me and said the uh, the dysfunction in the family. Uh, you, 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 uh, the the father of this young deceased young man uh, uh, was killed by a Berlin uh, deputy back in 2006. The father actually died before the child was born because. The a gun on a law enforcement officer, and a grand jury determined that the shooting by the law enforcement officer. This was a young man who never knew his father, and apparently, mother married it was complicated. Uh, he was with a much older man working on a stolen motor. So again, Eddie, tremendous dysfunction in that family. Yeah. Uh, but she didn't waste any time becoming the mother, the aggrieved mother. Uh, you know, where was she looking for her runaway child, Mr. Rosenau? Uh, there's no conversation about that. Uh, liberal media, uh, it, you know, fails to uh, let me let me look at the uh, massive disinformation campaign by idiot people who don't know how to read. You know, we talk about just basics of education. We have a majority of people. We're going to cut to a break here very shortly, and we're going to set it up, and we'll bring it back into this conversation, and then talk about why Murder Mike is here on a Tuesday and not on a Thursday. But, you know, Dad, I was looking at this and I was totally blown away when I saw the amount of money that had been raised for the, it's called Go Get Funding. It's not even GoFundMe. It's something brand new. 336 donors, $23,447. I don't know about you, but uh, funerals as they go, probably about the seven, eight grand range, you know, Uh Obviously, a slightly smaller casket. Um, you know, there she is with uh, her family, uh, the rest of the family that's right there, sort of the older son, uh, Mr. Lopez or Miss Lopez. Um, 
know, not much to really say, though there is a, a picture of a Grolsch beer for his uh, birthday there that's uh, right there on the photo. Nice. 15-year-old. Right yeah, 15-year-old. Uh, there's the puppy uh, that apparently, now that they have showed up to collect, I believe someone uh, was involved with some sort of altercation. I, I thought maybe shots fired or something along those lines. They reported uh, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know about that. And then there he is with a bird or a, a cockatoo or, or whatever. So, you know, I'm not trying to throw any of this, you know, shade at any of this. This is the truth. And it's time that you acknowledge that. Like, this could have been prevented. Had Tim Keller cared, had the Albuquerque Police Department cared, had Miss Lopez cared enough, had the community decided to go ahead and care about crime a little bit more, you know, these types of things can be prevented. The Albuquerque Police Department was just doing its job. As I mentioned yesterday, involved in two homicides. Two homicides. So let's leave it there. And let's get to this uh, follow-up article by Elise Kaplan of the Albuquerque Journal. Remember, the Albuquerque Journal is leading the charge for the rest of the media. They're running cover. Uh, today, it was Sean Hannity running cover for um, Dr. Oz, saying, oh, we haven't heard from Futterman in, in, in Futterman in, in two weeks. Like, this is what the media does. We're not running cover. We are going to go ahead and tell you exactly what's happening. We'll give you the insight that you need so that you can truly understand ahead of everybody else. These aren't assumptions, folks. I've lived here. Back after a quick break here in the Give it to me now. In the year 2525, if man is still alive, if woman can survive, they may fly. In the year 3535, Ain't gonna need to tell the truth, tell no lies. Everything you think, do, and say is in the pill you took today. In the year 45, 45, ain't gonna need your teeth, won't need your eyes. You won't find a thing to chew. Nobody's gonna look at you. In the year 55, 55. Oh, wow. How prophetic. There you are. It uh, took uh, two fortune tellers, uh, Zagger and Evans, uh, back in the day. 1969 uh, reached number one in 1969, uh, right before the summer of love. If I'm not mistaken, isn't Woodstock like next week? Uh, isn't the uh, the anniversary of Woodstock? I think it wasn't it like the near the end of July, uh, D. Dowd Muska? Summer of 1969. Let me see. Uh, it was uh, second to last week. And remember, there's, of course, my birthday. It was during my birthday, August oh. 15th through the 18th. Wow. There you go. All right. Wow. So a month ahead in the year 2525, people are already contemplating on their LSD trips and everything else what was going to be happening. 500, 1,000 years, 2,000 years later. And uh, yeah, the pill that you took today. And many of you guys are uh, certainly doubting that pill. Way to go. Good job, folks. Um, 
Good show yesterday, by the way. I listened to the whole entire thing. I was like, how do we do without the music yesterday? I was like, we're fine. And I finally fixed. You won't hear any more of that glitching anymore on the uh, ad. So I was pretty excited about that. So, okay. <clears throat> Front page of the Albuquerque Journal today. Our children, they're scared. They're scared, Dowd. Our children are really scared. Educate, and then, of course, it's got to go against uh, Michelle, or excuse me, Susanna Martinez. Got to go against her. I do what we can in the Yazzie <clears throat> Martinez suit. Okay. Just in time, got to, you know, Michelle Lujan Grisham's got to throw everything she possibly can against the wall. And then we get into this Elise Kaplan article, the independent investigation sought. <clears throat> Here we go. Protesters, uh, by the way, you can pick up the Albuquerque Journal. New Mexico's leading news source, apparently. Apparently the leading news source. Uh, uh, the editorial uh, board is the one who uh, directs this stuff. Let's not forget how they are tailoring this. Uh, their journal is uh, run by, <clears throat> let's see. Managing editor is Dan Herrera. So he's the uh, guy who has uh, one of the final stays. Assisting managing editor is Helen Taylor. And then uh be nice to look at the backgrounds of... Uh, their political votes, uh, if they vote in primaries, if they're Democrats or Republicans. Dan Herrera, Albuquerque Journal. Let's see, uh, Assistant Managing Editor, Helen Taylor. And then uh, we also have the editorial page, Deval Westfall. Uh, you probably, you have a, Deval Westfall failed to respond to Dowd's um, um, desire to work, <clears throat> quote unquote work. Uh, Content work sharing. Content sharing. We both benefit. Win-win. No, win-win. Eddie, no, I wanted that. them to be one of our media partners. It, it went nowhere <laughs> they are the media they are a media partner we're all part of the um, you know broadcasters association all right here we go fred rosenau was small for his 15 years his family describes him as a boy who walked to the beat of his own drum you got to listen to this stuff i mean it's, it goes full-blown hyperbolic he wasn't shy about hugging or kissing his mother in front of his friends he ran away he ran away from his mother <laughs> Or trying new things like rebuilding a bicycle. Rosenau died in a house fire that ignited a SWAT standoff in southeast Albuquerque. The Albuquerque Police Department and Bernalillo County Sheriff's Office SWAT teams were trying to arrest someone else in the house. Oh, j just a random dude. Wait, uh, what happened to parking? Parking ticket. I think it was. Kelly. On felony warrants, Kelly came out of the house after fire after the fire started and was taken to the hospital. Now, how come he isn't being held responsible? How do we know that he didn't set him on fire, right? So let's start at every single one of these. Let's contest every one of these missed points here. To be treated for burns before being booked into jail. On what? Wouldn't we want to know what he's being booked into jail for? Oh, no, they, they conveniently leave that out because let's keep the story on Rosenau. An APD spokesman said he is now in the custody they move to page A4 of this very, another very long article. Wow. Pushing it over time, but uh, much of this, half of this uh, borrowed by my, Matthew and Salazar. The state corrections department. Kelly isn't facing any charges related to the standoff or the fire. What is he facing charges with? Could you finish that part of the paragraph? You wrote so much. Either Kelly nor Rosenau lived at the home. Okay. What were they doing there? And police said they were looking for Kelly when they spotted him with Rosenau. They said detectives followed the pair and saw them working on a motorcycle, which turned out to be stolen. Okay, stolen motorcycle is out. Did, is, did Elise, did you leave that out? Did you leave out the part? By the way, uh, when Elise Kaplan, when she sent me an email, 
she uh, supplied her uh, pronouns at the very bottom. She wanted yes, uh, she her yes yeah she her <laughs> that was at the very bottom of her signature. <clears throat> They said detectives followed the pair and saw them working on a motorcycle, which turned out to be stolen in front of the yard of the home. The two ran inside as detectives moved in to arrest Kelly. Okay. They moved in to arrest Kelly. Oh, where did they stop? How did it stop? What prevented the Albuquerque Police Department from following through? Police have said the Rosenau's cause of death was... Oh, we skipped that. Sorry. I thought we were going to get some details. At what point did... Why did it stop? Police have said that Rosenau's cause of death was smoke inhalation and said it's possible at the fire. It's possible. You know, it's po- anything is possible. Roswell aliens. Anything is possible. Okay. Cause of death was smoke inhalation and said it's possible. By the way, I did this very same thing. I'm sure, Murder Mike, you remember when uh, I told you about I'm the one that went and, and, and grabbed the, um, the videotape from the now defunct Imbibe. Um, remember when I grabbed that? I do. I and I told you exactly well. what had happened. Yeah. Remember top to bottom, right? And then we had to get find a sports reporter to do the reporting on it, Mark Smith. Remember I had to, I had to literally like grab the tape and give it over to, to, to Mark Smith. I'm also the very same person who said that uh, Victoria Mar- Martins was raped, beaten, uh, totally cut up uh, by the uh, mafia, by the uh, cartel. In exchange for Jessica and the rest of that whole gang over there not paying their dues for their highs that they were doing. Right. So she was a child sacrifice for the cartels. Okay. And you said India Palace was not white supremacist. Yes, I do also do. And, and he, okay. he has a very good record on assessing crime uh, in a rapid fashion in his, his home. St- it's from it's remote viewing. Don't you know I just remote view all day long? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, remote viewing is crap, folks. If you I, think if you think remote viewing is a real thing, you're stupid. You know, I actually heard that SWAT situation come down. Uh, Which one? The one where the fire ensued and the young man died in the house. So I heard that whole thing come down. Okay, let's let's whoa whoa. Well, let's, I'll stop there. I, I, Mike, I know that you're on it, and we I know you're chomping at the bit. Oh, yeah. We've got a yeah. lot of show to get to. Don't worry, you're going to get your turn. Okay. Murder Mike is like. <laughs> Right now, I got the facts, Eddie. Let me. Well, let's let let's let's allow Elise Kaplan her turn. Hello. Yes. We gotta we gotta allow her. She's she's written a piece for the community so that we're all informed. So this is where we're getting our news from. Uh, how's we might as well get Tessa and uh, Jessica Karate Karate and uh, Shelly Rabando. Uh, we should get them all on it too. Although she doesn't editorialize ever. She looks at you no matter what happens. It's the same expression, same delivery. It, like, never changes. Doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> the most excited she gets is uh, when there's some sort of personal anecdote or something that Doug the Thud shares. Though he was pretty nice. <clears throat> Police have said Rosenau's cause of death was smoke inhalation and said it's possible the fire could have been started by tear gas canisters or powered-based chemicals. Okay. Could have. Uh, tear gas, generally speaking, when you fire tear gas at a crowd, do you ever watch it ignite? I'm just wondering of all the tear gas incidents that you've ever seen. I looked into tear gas, almost 0% flammability. Okay, look it up. Pretty easy. You don't even have to look at that. It, it could have, at least you could have taken a quick looky-see and saw that, hey, they fired tear gas at people. Oh, people are going to blow up in the flames. What are the people over there, the pot smokers? Don't fly tear 
We're now making it a state law where we refuse to fire tear gas into a pot smoking uh, group of protesters. That's not happening. Or tear gas canisters or powder based chemicals. I don't know what powder based chemicals even mean. Is that Ajax? They fired into the house during the standoff. A family dog also died in the fire and the home. A family dog. There was no family there. Again, another inability to go ahead and just throw a word in there randomly. Irresponsible. Let's just throw a word in there. Let's say, okay, family. Because family. <laughs> dog. Oh, poor. They see we have pictures with dog. Like this whole thing's a setup, folks. Okay. Just what let's, let's you know how this is gonna go. Family dog also died in the fire in the home of the eighty one hundred block of San Joaquin. Um Doubt it's pretty easy on Ben Verified to look up the ownership of 8100 uh, San Joaquin and go through the entire thing, just FYI. Near Wyoming and Trumbull. Is that a good area, uh, Murder Mike? Wyoming no, and Trumbull? No, it's not. What's going on over there? Uh, that's pretty much the war zone, just a, oh, yeah? on the fringe of it. Yeah. Not right. a good place for a 15-year-old to be hanging out? Uh, no. Why would a 15 parks, gang, a lot of gang activity right there. Yeah, I was scooting around the uh, Knob Hill area, Washington. Uh, I was there around two hours before the last three homicides that occurred last night. We'll talk about that in a moment. But I was just right around that area. There was people just like on the side, behind that Walmart, right. behind the old paint store and the crap that's around there. I mean, that that's a makeshift camp right there. Oh, yeah. There's about 30 people there at the corner of uh, what used to be. <clears throat> the corner of Maine and Maine, the beautiful First National Bank building. Central. Yeah, and the old octopus car wash. Now it's a Chinese car wash, by the way. They're literally owned by a Chinese uh, <clears throat> deep pockets. We'll talk about uh, Chinese uh, people, right? Uh, isn't that what we're going to talk about Chinese people uh, in the that, latest homicides? play into it, yeah. And massage parlors? That's correct. Yeah. My Albuquerque is just, we're just flying the flag. Do we, do we just hate God? I don't know what's going on here. All right, so, <clears throat> however, the investigation into the fire's cause has not been completed. It won't be completed for about two weeks. Rosenau's father, with whom he shares a name, so I guess that would be the same name, Brett Rosenau, was killed by a BCSO deputy a couple of months before the boy was born. That's very sad, okay? I mean, imagine being a boy, never having a father. Like, that's tough. Like, right there, you're like, ugh. Can you imagine being brought into this world and not knowing who your dad is and your dad dying? Okay. Now, <clears throat> based upon that, in the early morning of hours of uh, December 31st, 2006, BCSO deputy shot 24-year-old Brett Rosenau after a car chase in the South Valley. According to the Journal Archives, deputies say they tried to pull Rosenau over the traffic violation, but he fled and crashed his car and ran away. I believe that's exactly how his son died, except they got away on a stolen motorcycle, jumped into a house, ran away, and there you go. Deputy said Rosenau pointed a gun at him, so he shot him. A little over two years later, a grand jury determined the shooting was justified. You will find out that the police are going to be vindicated in all of this, the Albuquerque Police Department. Where's Mayor Keller? Where's uh, Gil Gallegos? Where is uh, Carlos Medina you know, uh, defending? Well, it's not Carlos Medina, but, you know, uh, uh, Sergeant Medina uh, defending their police department. They're not. <clears throat> Here we go. Independent investigation. Here's where it gets litigious here's where it gets here's the setup by the albuquerque journal okay let's not forget they're going to bring in the aclu as you do they're going to go ahead and set this whole entire thing up it's going to be sort of this onerous litigious process and this is setting the stage and then let's not it let let it be lost on us that this is a election year okay 
They, this is an opportunity for them to see what they want to do on an election year. I'm never cynical enough, folks. Okay, you might think I'm being way too cynical. I don't think I'm cynical. I don't think I'm three. I don't think I'm half as cynical as they should be. Like I'm lacking. I, I think it's way worse than that. We're going to get into the attorneys. Okay, the attorneys. They picked this right. I'd like to know how the attorneys got involved so quickly. Is it is it curious to me that less than a week ago this boy was alive, but the attorneys are already on the case, already running interference? I mean, they're fine to go ahead and do it, and, and that's certainly fine. But I, I think the timing of the whole thing, wouldn't you be in the middle of grieving? Wouldn't you be in the middle of, you know, my son ran away? Wouldn't you be in the middle of a lot of other things? Like, how did the attorneys, how were they contacted? Did the attorneys make contact? Uh, what Was something leaked from the police department? Like, I, I have a lot of questions. You know? well, Betty, how are they how are they making these declarations when at the same time they're calling to get to the facts? But you're already making all these claims. The police had every opportunity to save Brett's life. You know that definitively uh, amidst all this chaos and 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 I mean we ha we haven't got of what happened, but they're they're making these statements in their official releases to the media. The other thing is this is sort of and and, it, and it's not. But this is almost borderline libel because you're going after a police department and you're showing motivation and intent to acquire more funds. Now, the other thing is it, it should say something different than funeral expenses, okay? Because we know what a funeral costs to, to put together this whole entire thing. Uh, let's go to this. It says Brett Rosenall funeral expenses right there. Should it not say Brett Rosenau funeral and legal expenses? Because I can guarantee you that there's any dollar that goes towards legal from this family, right? I, I would tell you that there'd probably be something else there to look at, potentially. All right. Not get too far in the weeds. Yeah, you're welcome to call in and share some information. Let's see if someone actually does. You got info, coach? You got you got info on this? Nope. No. I didn't think so. You want to jump right in? You can. We'll see if you do. We'll call you out. All right, started the younger Rosenau's death has prompted protests with carrying signs that say Black Lives Matter, as you do, uh, and F the police. Uh, a lot of that over there, huh? Where am I? Quite really. yeah, a, lot of, a lot of that. There's not a lot of that. And calls for an independent investigation. Why, why, why can't we just have a normal investigation? We know yesterday that they waited five hours. We know that they had communication coming in and out of the house. I mean, just look at this. We, we can understand what's happening. And clear head, uh, clear head should be prevailing here, but they're not. Because now this has become emotionally charged. For no reason, by the way. Here's the worst part for me. It has been picked up by national media outlets around the country. There we go. Put up Albuquerque right up there. There you go. And Albuquerque Journal is happy to go ahead and supply them. With false media reports, with false reporting, I should say, not false media reports. You can't really call that media. On Saturday, protesters interrupted a ribbon cutting for a new library in the International District. There you go. Pat Davis's big, uh, big coming out party. Uh, did anybody, uh, the, is the irony lost on anybody that Pat Davis actually, you know, shot a black man? That Was that lost on anybody? Well, Eddie, it's just funny that, I mean, it, it, the, the two who uh, were involved in this terrible incident, uh, they were planning to spend. And a lot of time at that newly opened library. That you know, right? Yeah, we just yeah. had more libraries in Albuquerque. Not speeding. 
And Mr. Rosenau was yep. a, a prolific reader. Yeah, uh, mentoring fact, younger uh, children, you know. He had, a, he had a pioneering attitude, according to his, uh, well, former mom. You can't really be a mom if you're not in the house with the, the child. So just FYI. Uh, remember, Dad? Anyone can be a father, but who's a dad, right? All you, like, crazy, whacked out, you know, women who are constantly trying to replace your fathers, you know, or replace your dad, you know. <laughs> Anyway, too much truth for you to handle today. Taylor Smith, an attorney representing Rosenau's family, said they are asking for privacy at a time so they can grieve. I can see that. It seems like there's a lot of privacy. Two days of uh, full-blown front-page coverage. Head-to-head, uh, head to uh, you know, top of the hour, bottom of the hour, you know, 5.36 and 10 p.m. coverage. Yeah, it really sounds like there's a lot of privacy. I, I, I feel the privacy. Here we go. So we're giving you lots of privacy. Let's continue. <laughs> In all honesty, but what? you never trust anybody who says, let me be truthful to you. <laughs> Mike, have you ever heard me come up to you and say, hey, I'm just trying to be honest, man. Yeah, I have a you don't have to try to be honest. And the, the, the attorney literally, like his coming out quote, his, his coming out quote is, they're just looking for privacy. And his next coming out quote in, is, in all honesty. <laughs> You're an attorney. You don't get paid to be honest. You get paid to tell your story, sell your story, and win the case. You know what's very cool in Las Vegas, Nevada? All, everyone's billboards, and I see that David Chavez has recently been to uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, because every single billboard, it's like a trend. Remember, my attorney is, uh, you know who, Ross Goodman, he'll be the next mayor of Las Vegas. Very, very good guy. Um, you know, Oscar Goodman, you know, now his wife is, you know, uh, you know, mayor. And then now the son is going to be mayor in 2024. That's just the way it's going to work. It'll be Goodman forever, right? Every billboard says win. The attorney wins. Blah, blah, blah. Wins, wins, wins. Everything is wins. Money, money, money. Yeah, well, no, that's that's what it's about. It's about winning. It's never about telling the truth. It's being able to convince the jury of your truth. That's what it is. Controlling the narrative. Hence, you know, 2022. All right, let's go. In all honesty, they're trying to avoid the spotlight. Yes, I can see that. Other than making sure that Brett's story is told. Yes, uh, that would be revealing all. So we're going to hear your story, and we're listening to it, and we're going to pick it apart. Because uh, no one else is going to do it. The media is going to cheerlead. You're going to go get your $7 million. You know, the, the, the attorney is going to take 40% roughly. So he'll, he'll be sitting, sitting pretty. Oh, we got the big case, big case, big case. Albuquerque Police Department. Remember, when I ran for mayor, what happened? What did I tell you? No settlement agreement. The first entire thing I said, there would be no settlements. I would wipe the floor. It's one thing I could do day one. We refuse to settle with anybody. We'll litigate it to the nth degree. I'll hire 10 lawyers before I settle one, one case. All right, let's continue. Brett's story is told so it doesn't happen to others. Yes, I know the first thing that an attorney is concerned about is they're concerned about other people. An attorney is always concerned about when is this justice? No justice, no peace. No justice, no peace. You didn't have something to say. This guy keeps skipping out. He really wants to jump in here. That's the attorney. That'd be even better. In a statement, the family said the police conduct, the police conduct, excuse me, <clears throat> other term, that led to Rosenau's death can only be described as only. The only way you can describe this is as tragic. No other way. And completely avoidable. Yes, you could have talked to his mother. Uh, you could have talked to his deceased father. 
Uh, you could have talked to his family, a school counselor, the dude that was having beers with Miss Lopez for his birthday at whatever place that they were throwing their little shindig. Yes, do you have something to say? Yeah. Go ahead. Hello. Yes. Eddie, I didn't know if this was the right time for no, just hey, uh, You just keep on uh, and jump in. I'm in the middle of my uh, discussion about this, but you got something more important to say. Go ahead, call in. Wait, wait. I don't, but I, I, I just have okay, a then, really... We'll take you off. We'll take you off, and you can come back in. Let me finish what I'm talking about here. My gosh. All right. <clears throat> Let me say we're now taking calls. That's when we're ready for you to talk. All right. The police had every opportunity to save Brett's life, but instead chose inaction. I don't think a police officer at any particular point shows inaction. I believe standing outside risking their lives around a house where they don't know what's inside and getting total incommunicado from inside, I don't think that they were choosing an action. I believe that on behalf of the community of these two people being a danger, I think we know, we know that they are a danger, right? Okay. Correct. No doubt about it. All right, let's continue. Brett's family and community are forever left without the son. Uh, no, they aren't forever left with us. And uh, he was already out of the house. He was moved out at 15. Every single line of this can be picked apart, folks. This is all storytelling. Brother and friend, there will be an unfillable void by the loss of his life. I'd love to know how this, how he ended up with this bad guy, Keont. Smith, who works for the Rothstein Donatelli Law Firm, that he has conducted his own investigation into what, why would you conduct your own investigation? And on what basis could you possibly discuss an investigation if there's no litigation yet? This is the part that's really troubling. Quick on the trigger, the law firm is already at it, ready to go ahead and sue the city of Albuquerque, likely looking for a settlement. And where have we seen this before? Let's go back to the summer of love, right? Remember? <laughs> <laughs> Change is going to come. Remember that whole thing? Uh, uh, the, the Floyd, they're trying to run that Floyd game right here in the city of Albuquerque. Like, I'm the only one who's trying to stop this, folks. Nobody else is trying to stop this. Okay? I, I The only thing I can do right now is take this precious time on the radio to get out in front of this and pick this apart through the Albuquerque Journal, which is all anybody has. Okay? This is the only written report. And as a matter of recording... Not just on the air, but in here, I'm going to litigate this as they are now litigating it now because your your mayor certainly isn't interested in protecting you from the five to ten million dollar settlement. Certainly, Albuquerque Police Department isn't interested in protecting the city's money to the tune of five to ten million dollars. No one's interested. This is a payout and a political donation to Michelle Lujan Grisham, Tim Keller, and every Democrat that's out there to fuel their mistaken narrative. This is my best job that I could possibly do on part of the community, and I don't care how much you hate me. I don't care what you try to do to me or how you're going to try and take me down or whatever you're going to try and do. We, unless we destroy these lies... And we focused on the real problem, which is a lack of parroting, a lack of discipline, and bad choices at the polls. None of this is going to change, and the city of Albuquerque isn't worth living in. And you might as well move and pick up and leave by 2024. There is no justice for the people who are actually in the system, who are participating in the system. I hope there's a full, complete, and total in-depth profile and not just the family story about who they think he was because they didn't know who he was after he picked up and ran away from home. 
Smith, who works for the Rothstein Donatelli Law Firm, certainly sounds reputable, said he's conducted his own investigation of what happened and is filing inspections of Public Records Act requests. <laughs> like, the ink is not even dry on the police report, folks. Not even dry yet. Rosenau's family has also joined the, oh, joined, randomly. We, we, we're, we're planning a funeral. We're not even giving it, we're not going to mourn. We're going straight to litigation. Straight to litigation, immediately. Money! Am I wrong? Can you imagine if you actually had a mayor that spoke like like I do and was defending the city of Albuquerque? Can you imagine how much, how much, how many less, we wouldn't have 75 murders under my tooth. It's got to be out every single, we'd have about 30 murders this year. And 25 of them would be solved right now. And the other five of them, we'd be hot on their trail. Guaranteed. Rosenau's family has also joined the American Civil Liberties Union of New Mexico in calling for the state attorney general's office to conduct a thorough, independent, transparent investigation into APD and BCSO's action during the SWAT standoff. Two people inside, folks. While patience is required to determine the details of this encounter, the facts have been already surfaced, present, real questions concerning the training and the experience of APD SWAT team and the dangers presented if tear gas canisters are used improperly, said David Davida Gallegos, an ACLU spokeswoman. Baron Jones, a senior policy, they brought in a senior strategist, strategist, uh, that's curious, senior strategist at the ACLU, that any time a police encounter leads to the death of a person, there must be a full and unbased, unbiased accounting of how it happened. I think that's every single police report. So why are you conducting an independent investigation? Do you, do you not think the Albuquerque Police Department is gonna conduct their own investigation? <clears throat> The loss of yet another young and by all accounts innocent, and by the way, it's capitalized, black boy. As if the color of his skin made any difference in any of this. Hey, there's a black guy, there's a black boy inside that, that house. Yeah, let him burn. That's, that's the impression they want you to get. That's the impression that they're looking for, folks. Don't you understand? Don't you understand what, what's happening? What's going on here? Like, they're literally making this stuff up. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, another black boy taken out in Albuquerque. <laughs> wow. All because people don't read and don't think. During a police encounter is a story. Oh, here we go. Dowd finished the sentence. All too familiar. Oh. And should trigger scrutiny from the highest levels, Jones said in a statement. Rosenau's loved ones deserve answers. In our community, uh, apparently he, was, he didn't really love his mom. He ran away from his mom. And our community must assure that property accountability will apply to fatal police encounters like this one. Okay. Sure. I think we did that back in 2013. When asked if the office would investigate the incident, the smartest guy on the Democrat side of the aisle, in my opinion, by far, is attorney... The guy, the only guy that cracks down on crime is is Hector Balderas. The only way that the Democrats, in my opinion, could win the governorship is if Hector Balderas ran against Mark Ronquet, because he's actually like he actually gets things done. I think he he somewhere down the line has a political future. It's just it's just the way way it is. Okay. Troubled by the recent loss of life of the young teenager in our community, and my office will offer assistance to ensure that appropriate actions were taken during this law enforcement operation. Wow. Boy, perfect, right? No emotion. There it is. Lays it out. That's that's the way an attorney general should speak. Not that's a that's a beautiful way of saying absolutely.
absolutely nothing. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> On Sunday, APG, uh, APD Chief Harold Medina acknowledged the possibility that the devices used to introduce irritants, <laughs> they didn't, <laughs> irritants into the home, and it's not a home, I remember it was, it was not their home, may have caused the fire and said, if any of our actions inadvertently contributed to his death, we will take steps to ensure this never happens again, obviously. But that didn't happen because uh, no one's preventing anyone from firing tear gas into people who are walking around with lighters. In a news release, spokeswoman, a spokesman said the department uses devices that are designed for indoor to in minimize the likelihood of igniting the fire, and they have not been reported as the cause of any fires in the many years they have had been used in the city. The devices have reportedly caused fires in other parts of the country. Okay. Lee, that's support. That, that's cue Elise Kaplan. Elise, that's the uh, opportunity for you to go ahead and write out the details. Please write out yep. all the details of where else in the country this has happened. Set precedent, provide reporting, help us understand what it is that we don't understand about what, why this is, why the Albuquerque Police Department that suddenly has culpability in all this. Please, before, because you know, this is, you know what this is doing? This is adding fuel to their fire. This is, this is getting their protest going. <clears throat> because Rose now died while police were taken into custody, the incident will be investigated by the multi-agency task force, and the results will be forwarded to the second district attorneys. It will also be the subject of administrative investigation to determine if any policies were violated, and will be examined by APD's force review, blah, 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 superintendent of police, same as all of these, okay? Like, this is the problem with the Albuquerque Police Department. They have to do this as required by the Department of Justice. Here we go. Here comes the sales pitch. And all of the data left at the very last two paragraphs of the article. There is, this is formulaic, just like the article. Like, how do these guys get paid to write this crap now? I sort of felt bad because I like both Elise and Matthew. I thought they're like, you know, they're pretty decent. They're asking me questions. They're trying to poke holes in me, all this stuff when I was running for mayor. They're sitting here at this. They're like, yeah, whatever you want to know. I don't care. What do you mean? Like, I don't have any notes. I don't have anything prepared. No, I'm not going to let you handle my PR guy because I am the PR guy. Okay. I don't have a campaign manager. I'm the campaign manager. <laughs> Gene had a pioneering attitude. Rosenau's family said he was full of life. Yes, apparently. Uh, and wasn't afraid to be himself in a statement. Is that, a, is that a euphemism for saying something? Wasn't afraid to be himself. I feel like we should we could unpack that with every 15-year-old there, right? Doubt, am I wrong? Is that, is that, is that, there's, that's, oh, it gets even better later in the article. There's, there's, a larger, there's a larger way of communicating. Okay. His mother, Amanda, we're helping the Albuquerque Journal get more readership and listeners or whatever they, they need. So please subscribe. Uh, you can spend $2 on this uh, a day. I mean, if you have that much money to spend on this, by all means, you know, knock yourself out. 10 times the cost of rock of talk chat a day, literally. Uh, with, um, anyway. His mother, Amanda Lopez, said she was always impressed by his pioneering attitude. <laughs> Mom, I'm going to leave home. I'm going to head out on the great blue yonder. I'm going to go explore and see how much money I can bring in. Well, he was a kind of a pioneer. Uh, pioneers set forth the insecurity to, to go about with new adventures. Uh, he adventured, adventure. ventured off to a new life with a 27-year-old career criminal. I guess he was was a kind of a pioneer. Yeah. Pioneering. Uh, he was a, he was a very uh, a handsome dude, that's for sure. Uh, whether he was trying to sport a new style that he came up with or taking part of a bicycle to rebuild it, he was always, or a motorcycle, apparently, a uh, stolen motorcycle. Uh, he was always interested in creating something new. 
His teachers often believed that he would pursue engineering given his ingenuity and talents. Well, that's very cool. I mean, it's a great thing to say. I, I, I like that. Teen had an older brother and a younger brother and sister, and pictures provided by his family show them goofing around in a pool and smiling broadly. He described as dependable uh, that any sibling would dream of having as part of their family. Certainly seems that way, certainly from the, the pictures. Rosenau family, uh, Rosenau's family said, although he was of small stature, he played football, baseball, was always excited for a new challenge. Uh, that was four paragraphs of selling. On Monday, Gil Gallego said the department is investigating threats made against Rosenau's mother. Oh, wow. We, uh, did, did we just say that there's three different siblings in the house? And she's more worried about litigation, going after the police department. Uh, she should probably be pretty worried about making sure that she's taking care of that house and those kids at this point. And being a well, four mother. kids in all, Eddie. Uh, what's okay. father? How many fathers? How many different fathers for those four different kids? They all look pretty similar from the, the funeral pictures. Though. Well, we know the younger brother and well, we, yeah, sister had yeah. to be a second had to be different. father. Yeah, at least two. At least two, possibly more. Didn't think about that. Doing the math there. I see what you're doing there, Dowd. There we go. Doing the math. Doing the New Mexico math. Trying to make the big bucks. I'm a, the big <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Uh, Gil Gallegos, an APS spokesman, said the department is investigating threats made against Rosenau's mother after his death and was put officers on periodic watch over her home. See, the Albuquerque Police Department continued to take care of them. They did not want him done. He said two male suspects fired shot as they left Lopez's home. Wow. Wow. That is a mic drop moment. Police, police are protecting the mother's home. And there's shots, two shots fired outside the mother's home where, where the boy did not live. What is going on? Honestly, what's going on? APD did not publicly identify Lopez, but she identified herself in the statement from her attorney. Idiocy. The mother had just met Friday with detectives about the death of her son, Brett Rosenau, when a friend of her deceased son and another adult man showed up at her home. Oh, boy. Gallegos wrote news release demanded that she return a dog that fled the apartment that her son apparently shared with the friend. The mother told police she was concerned for her safety because her son's friends were involved in drug trafficking. AP released lapel camera video of Lopez talking with the officers. In the video, she said her son's friend blamed her for his death. Her son's friend blamed her for his death because he had run away from home. Gallego said this, it, the death of the, the boy is, it, honestly, the blood of the hands is on his own mother. Gallego said the suspects, also the, the father as well, his father, possibly in, involved in all of this. You know, we, we'd have to go back and look at that. But, you know, she is relatable to that. Not responsible, relatable, excuse me. Gallego said the suspects were a juvenile and a man in his 30s who was bald and wearing a black shirt. He said they fled the neighborhood near McMahon and Unser around 5.50 p.m. Friday in a white Chevy Suburban. Now, uh, Murder Mike, you were listening to all of the uh, radio traffic on the SWAT situation. Go ahead. Yeah, that is correct. Um, let's see. Certainly before uh, 9.30 p.m., APD violent crime detectives, along with SWAT units, were executing a high-risk felony warrant on the individual in question at the 8,000 block of San Joaquin Southeast. The individual in question was wanted for several high-profile cases in recent months. 
the individual with one other individual, a reported juvenile. Again, this is all coming from the radio traffic. Okay, so nothing here was reported. This is just radio traffic that you had got, right? That's correct. As, as you're listening. That's correct. Okay. As it was dispatched. <clears throat> uh, the two individuals, uh, the suspect was barricaded in the residence for over four hours despite negotiations by APD and APD's crisis intervention team. Uh, request to vacate the premises peacefully. Uh, then uh, as PD SWAT units began to execute a tactical solution to the occupants of the dwelling, reported that the occupants of the dwelling reportedly started the fire inside the house, which quickly, which quickly became a fully involved structure fire. Repeat that, please, okay. and start from the top, just the way, say it exactly the same way you wrote it. As PD SWAT units began to execute a tactical solution to the to the occupants of the dwelling. The occupants of the dwelling reportedly started the fire inside the house, which quickly became a fully involved structure fire. Okay, so can you go back to the time at which way they shot whatever, they, the tear gas and the irritants that were sent into the building and about an hour before that? Can you go back to that? Do you have any of the notes on that? Uh, the notes on that, it, it's basically right at that point because the APD SWAT began to uh, execute the, the the event or the tear gas, mm -hmm. and the fire had been started almost simultaneously because when the fire department was dispatched, it was reported and arrived on scene as a fully involved structure fire. Okay, so you're saying at the time that the Albuquerque Police Department shot their stuff, into there, you're saying that from your report, not the Albuquerque Journal. The Albuquerque Journal said the, the, the fire started an hour later. You're saying from you covering it real time. That's correct. That it happened, that the fire ignited immediately. Exactly. In fact, it's possible that the fire actually was going before the tear gas was even deployed. Interesting. Three different scenarios. Very interesting. The the uh, the argument, uh, uh, Dowd, I, I think certainly this uh, becomes the heart of the argument, I think, uh, when this gets litigated for the next uh, umpteen years uh, as we continue to deal with the curse. Of well, I mean, this is very important information that Mike said, a very important information, and I really trust Michael's judgment on these issues because he's kind of an expert. Having uh, problems uh, hearing uh, doubt all the way through. Sorry about that. All right, uh, wrap it up here, okay. and then we're going to hit the homicide numbers uh, for the city of Albuquerque and your incident last night. Oh, yeah, it was an interesting one. Uh, actually, so the fire department uh, was dispatched. The dispatch times and the times that tear gas was deployed was within maybe a minute of each other. Okay. So the fire was almost fully involved by the fire department when the fire department arrived on the scene. Uh, they did find two. They did a primary search of the So that's dwelling. four different scenarios. They could have used the tear gas to drive them out after they have already seen the fire. It's possible. That yeah. is also very possible because uh, then basically we're just making the determination at this point whether or not tear gas further spreads fire. Um, I don't believe this could have been the case. I mean, it's possible tear gas could have. Well, there you go. So there's tear gas and incident. So then it just becomes a dwindle down of whether and I'm happy to litigate this right on air so everybody can figure this out so we don't waste the public's time with going through these details, getting them emotionally involved, getting them to the point where they can't even deal with what's real and what's not. And this is what the, your own mayor should be doing right now. This is what Gilbert Gallego should be doing. They should absolutely getting in the middle of this investigation because if the attorneys are doing it, we should certainly do it. Let's hit the top of the hour. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Hour two just for you up next.
Oh, that's just awesome. That is awesome, baby. Yeah. Woo. That is a hot start. I don't know about you, but boy, audio problems. Yeah, the ones I said that were done. Boy, I just, I don't know about you, but it's nothing like hitting that, uh, hitting that top of the hour hard, Murder Mike. And then the technical gremlins. The, yeah, the technical stuff is just awesome, you know? Like, they, people really feel charged up after a good first hour of conversation. And then, then you turn around and you give them, like, the top of the hour to kick it off. 505, and the, you know? <laughs> 505 in the 505. I can't do that. Yeah, you can. No, I can't. I, I can't. I need. I need Bono bringing me in. Well, yeah. I need to go Vertigo. Do you have Vertigo? Can't you get that? Yeah, but I can't do that. Damn I mean, just show sucks. <laughs> Sorry, just, I'm just kidding. It actually doesn't. It's actually pretty good. It's pretty good. Job. It's pretty good, regardless of music or no music. Yeah. It just, you know, music enhances it. But it literally everything away. that you could throw at a person, they have thrown at me. I don't know who they is. Do you believe in curses? Um, I, I can say I can think karma. Maybe. Do you think Albuquerque's cursed? You know, that's a hard one to answer. What? How is that a hard one to answer? <laughs> Pre and pro drug days, you know. <laughs> experimental. Uh, like medication. there's teams that are cursed. There's people who are like this. This town is cursed. Dowd, uh, uh, go ahead and answer. I will say this, Eddie. Listening to you and Michael, talk, you know, who have no Albuquerque far better than I ever, ever will. Days in in uh, you know pre homeless days, pre rampant drug abuse. Pre- record-setting days. I really would have liked to have seen the old days when people knew each other and they're, uh, we didn't have BLM protesters saying F the police. And uh, actually, you might even in a while and not assume the worst about, about them. Uh, I just wanted to focus on what Michael said right before our... Uh, they were Dad, serving... I a to say this. More technical problems. Um, we can only hear about, uh, we can hear about 80% of what you're saying. Can I ask you to reconnect? Uh, we, we've oh. got good group, but we're going to have Dowd reconnect so we can hear Dowd uh, actually say, so we're going to remove him. And hot start to the five o'clock okay. as we, you know, um, a lot like uh, the <clears throat> yeah, hot start to the year with number of murders. We're at seven, murders. 75 what? murders? 75 to date. That's correct. Yes, we had two. Orale. Three the week before. We suck again. Well, e. e bro. But you know, Dowd. Uh, all right, Dowd. Yeah, go, let me let Dowd go. Through. I'm Dowd, back. Go I just ahead. wanted to uh, reiterate what you do. I think the two words that Michael said at the, the end of the last hour, warrant, uh, that, that is not really being focused on. The reason they were after the tw- the actions that eventually led to the death of the 15-year-old was they were serving a felony warrant on a 27-year-old who was different incidents, questioning in a shooting death, a recent armed and a uh, incident All right, at now, the uh, 7600. Again, believe it or not, you're going to have to repeat what you just said again. So the warrants okay. go back to that slow. Yeah, the three, the three in him or, or he, and or he was a suspect. It's not entirely clear to me. These are not, not mine doing your library card. Uh, one of the incidents was a, a June 26 shooting death of a Fresquez. The second was a recent armed robbery. And the third was a May someone fired automatic an automatic weapon at law enforcement. This was our, our old good buddy he was hanging out with. Let's not forget that. All right. Good one. Uh, we heard... I think we got most of what Dowd said. Is that I, about right? You yeah, the, the guy had some high high profile felony warrants against him, including assault on the police officer with a 
high-powered rifle, automatic weapon. High-powered rifle. Automatic weapon. Is it high-powered or rapidly firing? Uh, is it, are those two synonymous, right? Is it considered high-powered? Because it's, yeah, 38 is not a high-powered. No, no, it's not. But it, yeah. it, Nine mil, not high-powered. That's what happened last night. Those 40, 45, 357, you know. That's knockdown power. Yeah, that's knockdown. Uh, two, two, three, five, five, six, knockdown power. Knockout power. Yeah. One shot. Okay, Murder Mike. You officially have earned the title of Murder Mike today. Folks, you are about to hear something that you have not heard. Uh, Dowd, I'm going to go ahead and uh, uh, I'm going to silence Dowd just because uh, even though I don't want to, it's just he's having a hard time kind of coming coming through, coming through, coming through. All right. <clears throat> it's a bad day. Well, I'm actually... I, I, Halfway I'm, through the year, 75 homicides. We're, like, we're, we're, we're going for broke. That's right. We're going for 150. I was going back through the uh, questions I asked Brian Colon and, um, and Dan Lewis back when they were going back and forth on the mayoral debate. And, and um, let me kind of go through this stuff. And I, I have all my notes. You know, I, I save everything. Uh, thank God Dowd saves everything, too. And um, here's some of the stuff I got. For for my my answers, Dowd. Uh, Dowd, I'm gonna let Dowd uh, chime in on this, even though uh, it, you know I know it's hard. Don't try not to tap tap too much here. And these were the things on ho- homelessness. And remember, a lot of murders have happened on on homelessness. So I got my old notes. Little sidetrack here. Uh, do you support sanctioned encampments, sometimes called safe outdoor spaces, in the city? Why or why not? I'm the only person who answered yes. By the way, to that question, I'm the only person. Not Manny Gonzalez. Not Tim Keller. I said one. Remember, I answered these in five points. One, two, three, four, five. Do you remember when I did my answers? I did them five points so that people was like, we have low information voters in Albuquerque. They need to understand the problems. I said, yes, exclamation mark. And they wrote all the stuff down the paper. Go back and look. And two, as a temporary measure, less than 30 days before we transport homeless to their forever homes or back to their hometown. Three, uh, notice they use forever homes because, you know, we're a lot nicer to pets. We're a lot nicer to pets than we are to humans. Uh, I think you would agree with that, right, uh, there, Murder Mike? I would, for sure. Yeah. Three, need to be actively managed with caseworkers towards a suitable solution for client. We're calling homeless people clients, but I'm the bad guy. I'm the, hey, look at the bad man. Number four, prevents organic camps from developing, uh, which is exactly what we're trying to do, right? Hence, this is why it needs to be a singular place where it is out of the way of everybody in five easier to track homeless. This is what we need to do, especially when it comes to crime, right? Exactly. What did we find out when uh, Seattle is dying and that thing? We found that every single homeless person had a criminal record that's out there, okay? (laughs) We have have never had a homeless problem like the one we have right now, and we've never had the number of murders like we've had right now. Coincidence? I think not. A 2020 analysis, question 16. Showed the city needs uh, 15,500 more affordable housing units to meet demand for those with extremely low incomes. What is your plan to address that gap? Uh, hello? You, you got to grow jobs. Uh, the, the, hence affordability. <laughs> if you don't grow an economy, you're going to end up having to pay for the people who happen to be here. And they're going to be even too poor to leave. That's part of the problem. Grow jobs, create opportunity. It came from a low income start. That is true. Two, our real estate market suffers from a lack of supply. Why? It's too costly Get, get the plan, uh, planning and, and zoning uh, group out of the way. Stop with the inspections and all the, you know, uh, barriers to, oh, this isn't safe enough. It's not lead qualified. Yeah. 
it's not lead qualified, but right down the road, you've got the needles, needles on the road, lead qualified above needles, on needles below current prices are making homes unattainable. Three, attract home builders and apartment developers to Albuquerque. How do you do that? That is so easy. From a real estate standpoint, that is the easiest. They, all these guys are just, they have capital that's starved and looking to go places. They're like, oh, how do we do it? Well, remove all the impact fees, remove all of the you know, various taxes that you charge them, all the crap that you throw in front of them, and, and all the barriers to entry. Four, absorb infill and undeveloped land. There's infill everywhere. Vacant lots everywhere in Albuquerque. And five, streamline Albuquerque's planning department uh, and and development. Like, literally, that's what I was talking about, affordable housing. Notice I wasn't addressing, well, we need uh, more places where we could go ahead and build them at $900 a square foot so on the taxpayer's back so we can have four tiny houses that are occupied out of 28. Uh, 17 was um, fewer than half of Albuquerque residents agree that the city is responsive to community needs, according to the city's own survey. What would you do to improve responsiveness? Um, remember my uh, city manager cruiser? It would have been on the scene last night where you were on the scene. Murder Mike, you were on the scene, baby. I was an you were administering, participant. Yeah, you were you were administering mouth to mouth. We don't want to give too much away here. By the way, yeah, I was, we'll, I was, we'll hold the Yeah, that's that's now you see a lot of action. What am I saying? Yeah, I don't want to uh, leverage the nine line, which I created. Uh, let's see, continue to do the radio show. Which, of course, uh, is like a like people could call in. We could say, "Well, what's going on today? What are you upset about? What? Why? What do you hate about me, Eddie, the mayor?" A talk with the mayor. Yeah, talk with the mayor. Let's have an open forum. No, how's it going over there? Yell at the I'll mayor. be there tonight. Gonna throw some chimneys. I'll have a I'll have a couple of cold cold course lights with you, bro. <laughs> throw the hand signals and say, "Orale." Uh, let's see. Personally, show up at every city council meeting. Uh, why is the mayor never there? He's never there. Where's the mayor? Is that Marty still the mayor? And five Inspire City employees. Morale is low. Yeah, they hate them. They hate the city. The people who work there, they absolutely hate. They absolutely hate the city. Okay. So, given that we would have the city cruiser, we have Murder Mike there, part of the Rock of Talk crew. Um, insofar as we can con- uh, claim Murder Mike uh, in all of that. Murder Mike has uh, Metro Mikes. Um, and before we get to all the stats, you were at the scene. You were at the scene of the crime last night. And uh, you, as you stated, were an active participant. Tell us about it. Well, I, it actually happened just before uh, 10 o'clock. I was listening to the scanners in, the, in my back studio, for lack of a better word. And um, I had heard the uh, shots fired, followed by a shooting homicide at uh, Espanola and Bell. And as I was copying that information, uh, within maybe two minutes of that call going out, I heard five very loud and rapid succession gunshots in the back parking lot of my establishment. And uh, How big is your building? Um, it can't be two, three thousand square feet, right? Well, there's there's three buildings. There's three of us there. There's a barber, a beauty salon, and then myself. We're all divided off. There's got to be a tattoo shop there as uh, well. No, the but there's DVD. a massage parlor right across the oh, street, okay. which there is connected yeah, to the, the, the normal Albuquerque tenant mix. Yes, tattoo shop, massage parlor, and um, you know. Dispenser. Anyway. Oh, the gold Kirby. The Kirby guy. I, you know, I my just buddy. went and I just went and gave him my my. Uh, uh, I just went and gave him my vacuum one time. Just like here, here you go. Yeah, if you can get rid. He's been there forever. He has. His parents actually started that business, and then he took it over. So yeah. very nice guy. Big shoes to fill there. 
Very cleaning up the dirt of Albuquerque since 1945 or something. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Um, and so what had happened is um, after hearing the shots fired call, I immediately uh, called 911 because it, I could tell it was a, a genuine. From the last shot fired to the time that you make the phone call, how, how many seconds? Um, I would say maybe 30 seconds to between 30 seconds and two minutes between hearing the shots and actually calling 911. And then. Okay. And I was connected right away, by the way. Did your heart jump? Uh, initially, it did, yeah, because yeah. I, I was startled by hearing it. Were the lights off? Nope, they were on. Oh, wow. Yeah. You don't, did you fear for yourself? Um, but you, you pack, so I know you're fine. Yeah, I pack. Yeah. I, no, I didn't. I mean, I should have because I had no idea when I went outside if it was an active shooter situation. I didn't know what I was going into, to tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. I went out to the parking lot. Right away? Right away. Really? And, yeah. Man. I just reacted that way. Um, I went out. Yeah, because you were a fight or flight. I mean, tell people about your background again. Remind people of how long you participated at. I was a first responder for about 25 years and yep. an OMI transporter for about seven. So. And generally, when a shooter shoots, first thing they do is they don't shoot again. It's funny. Yeah. They empty out the, their magazine and they run, run right. like yeah. you've never seen, right? They That's bolt it. out of there. They biggest cowards in the world. Fire the gun and... Pick up and leave. Hightail it out of there now. Yeah. And then when I went outside, I did not even see a fleeing vehicle. Yep. But I, you know, I saw it. I went outside and I, you know. I they were already moving away by the time the last shot was fired, I'm sure. I believe so. Yeah. I, I believe, well, it. from what I understand, there may have been a connection between this shooting homicide that occurred next to me and the previous one on Bell and Trumbull. How that, far that is Bell and Trumbull from where you're at? Um, maybe a mile. Okay. Easily attainable in six minutes. Okay. So, all right. Outside. So let's visit the side. You you call nine one one. How quickly did you respond? Uh, they, they responded right away. Well, the police didn't. I mean, I, what does right away mean? Uh, give us a time. I don't know what right away. Well, I mean, I mean, the land of manana. We don't need to know time. I say within four rings they picked up. Yeah, but I mean, in terms of uh, getting onto the scene, um, I would say because it was it happened in in succession. I. I called first reporting the shots fired, hung up with 911, went outside and saw the suspicious vehicle with people around it. As I approached the vehicle, I realized what had happened. And I called 911 back and confirmed the fact that the, I was changing it from a shots fired to a priority one shooting homicide because the okay. person was deceased in the car. Okay. Did you, when you called, did you state that you saw a body? Yes, I did. Okay. And I was on the phone with the. Uh, 911 the entire time. All right. So you're a paramedic as well. You did that for a long time. So tell me how you participated and what you tried to do to save the life. Well, there was approximately seven or eight people standing around the car. What type of people? Who were uh, they? they? What, they were what, what, what persuasion? We care a lot about race in Albuquerque, yeah. as you know. They were all Asian-American. and they were 100% Asian? 100% Asian. Okay. Do they speak English? No. There was no English at all. That was one of the biggest problems that I was Nobody, facing. Nobody could speak to you in English? None. I was, I was back when I was on the phone with 9-11, I was asking him at the same time if they had a Chinese translator because I managed to find out from one woman that the language that she was speaking was Chinese. So um, I took control of the situation. I tried to ascertain what had happened, but because of the language barriers, it was very difficult. Okay. Um, but they kept motioning me to, to help the woman in the car. Did any of them know CPR? I, I didn't. It didn't appear. Did anybody have a tourniquet? Did you have a tourniquet? No. Where was the where was where was the woman hit? Uh, it appeared because it was under the clothing, so the the gunshots were not Im immediately visible. 
um, because of the penetrating type of wounds that she sustained. I guess it was uh, in the chest, and, mm-hmm. uh, and she was slumped over in such a way where it was. How many shots? It appeared to be three, maybe four. She took three shots at least, all to the chest. It appeared to. Was like she that. breathing? No. Uh, how much? Uh, how tall was she? How much uh, uh, did she weigh? I would say she's probably maybe in her mid thirties. Uh, 140, 130. It's hard to tell because she was in the driver's seat of the car, slumped over to one side. And okay, did you pull her out or did she fall out? No, I did. I, I neither. I did neither. I began CPR in the car because um, on... Well, what's that procedure called? What'd you call it? CPR? No, no. I uh, said you, you did neither? Oh, you, yeah, you I did neither. in the car? Uh, yeah, I did neither. They were asking me to give her CPR. Once okay, she, sorry. Know. I misunderstood. Okay, go ahead. Well, uh, I did, uh, but it was obvious that the person was beyond help. So, okay. Uh, how quickly did you determine that? Uh, immediately. <clears throat> okay, within 30 seconds. Okay. And you had probably got to her within how many minutes from the shots fired uh, um, to the point where you got to administer CPR? Four to six minutes between the shots fired and me getting to the vehicle in another maybe a minute and a half. So she was dead within probably at the first minute. Right. Yeah. I would say. So. Okay. So lung punctures, uh, through the heart and failure to pump blood, you know, blood circulates through the body in 45 seconds, top right. to bottom, you're dead within 45 seconds. Right. And okay. I was, and there was no headshots I could see. So it was obviously all in the upper thoracic quadrant where she sustained the gunshot wound. From the, what, was, type of, what type of vehicle? Um, it was a, it looked like a, a newer model Buick, like es, not, not an Escalade, but an Escape. Enclave, an Enclave. Uh, enclave, could have been the that. Big, uh, that's a big, that's the luxury model. Well, it then it was smaller than that, but it was oh, okay. So it's the yeah, it's the I forget. It starts with the yeah. knee as well. Okay, but she was in the driver's seat. She was slumped over to one side. She was obviously deceased. Uh-huh. So I performed CPR on the woman. At the same time, I'm talking to 911 because they're giving me instructions. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, these people were getting panicky because she's not coming around. And were they asked, related to her? Could you uh, uh, yes. uh, sort of uh, figure out whether I, or not there's any real relationship between <clears> them? <throat> Pardon me. I ascertained that actually um, after the the police arrived okay. and determined that one of the women or one or more of the women in that was around the car was related to the victim. Okay, and so none of them spoke English. None of them spoke English. Okay, uh, that's also very interesting. That okay, so this is the third this is the third massage parlor murder this year. That's correct. If it's related. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, from what I understand, she was there picking up somebody that worked at the massage parlor. Although that has was not confirmed. Again, working. Okay. The language barrier was pretty bad. Sure. Okay. So let's stop there. We'll come back to that uh, in a moment. Let's go to the other place that's possibly related. Do we know whether or not at this point, at 5:23 p.m. the day following, uh, within 24 hours, do we know whether the other one is related? Um, the, the the homicide before that occurred approximately 9:55 p.m. Okay. Uh, that that's how long? That's uh, 35 minutes before this one did. Uh, let's see. Let me let me get to. Okay. Uh, oh, here we go. I'm sorry, Eddie. I got so many notes here. the The first shooting occurred at 9:55 p.m. at the call was initially reported at San Pablo and Bell. When San Pablo Bell. Arrived, yeah, yeah. They found a, a, a tw- an unknown age female with a gunshot wound uh, in the street at Española. Yeah. Okay. And so Bell. I I was just through there, by the way, just three hours before, actually two hours before San Pablo. And Bell Albuquerque. Right. Yeah, I passed through there. Like, I was just in the neighborhood. 
And that's in the war zone. That's a problematic area. Yeah, Louisiana, Zuni. Yeah, okay. So let's... And then at 1010, at Central and San Pedro, a male was stabbed uh, repeatedly at the art bus station. So that, that also was happening. And he died, time. right? Uh, that He didn't die on... He may have passed away at the hospital. I'm not sure if his wounds. How many stabs? Face. How many stab wounds? Seven to eight stab wounds. Yeah, also the chest, right? Uh, chest and facial area. Okay. He was transported at the time. He was transported. He was conscious of breathing, but he was transported as a code red or condition red or critical. Okay. So it's possible he may have gone 10-7 later. Then at 10:15, uh, that's when the shooting occurred at uh, San Mateo and Grant. And my call to uh, PD actually reported the gunshots at about 10.05. Okay. <clears throat> so was the other woman, was she also Asian? Yeah, the, the, all the other women outside of the vehicle were Asian. No, was the other woman who was killed shot? There was two women shot. Oh, uh, I don't know. The, the two dead the, in the, yeah. the, 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 the the shootings. Yeah, at Bell, I don't know the... Uh, the what what uh, race she was? They didn't. I didn't get that over the radio. Just a, it was a female ten seven. Well, the only reason why you knew the the race of the the one is because you administered CPR. Right. Okay. So I, I witnessed her up, and she was obviously Asian descent. And in all the, the one was friends. a Honda. I think it was a Honda. By the way, that's the picture that's on the uh, website. Uh, okay. There. Let's see. It was dark, and I wasn't really looking at the car so much as I was just trying to keep control of the situation yeah no i appreciate was, you doing that i mean obviously we're, we we care, we care a heck of a lot uh less let's see the cases range from a triple shooting in the house party to legend changer killing women from the late 40s okay they're turning this into a larger story which is not what the other story so we don't know the identity of the other victim is that correct oh, that's correct okay and she was transported so by but, oh my between the three incidents, we don't know whether or not all three are related or any are related at this point. Well, the stabbing wasn't related. That was yeah, okay. happened. That was, but the, the, the two shootings may have been related. I got that from several sources. That what, there was a what, is, what, is the, what, what is the indication that they may be? I Just from uh, listening to a lot of the talk at the scene, and the fact that uh, the, the some of the homicide detectives had to come from one scene to this scene to conduct the investigation further, and then I heard a little bit of chatter, you know, that it was possible that they may have been related. So I cannot confirm. Well, was it because category. both are Asian, or both at a massage parlor, or both a, a, as what? I that, mean, I, I think that, that's that's clear. It just the officer said that maybe they were investigating it, and, and they were possibly related. But they didn't, you know, lose okay. why. Sorry to be irritating. Here. No, that's okay. I'm, yeah, you're trying, just, to, yeah. you're trying to get to the bottom of things. And it's yeah. pretty hard sometimes. With okay. You. Uh, well, you know, the, the problem is, is, you know, we go through this a lot. And, you know, I'm sorry that you're going to have a slight bit of PTSD. It's never uh, good to see a dead body, uh, one in which you've, you know, attempted to help. You know, right. so I know, you know, how hard it, I know as many as you've been around in your lifetime, when you see something that happens that fresh, you know, I, I am sorry for you and for the people who live, you know, in that area. But as we overlook that area, I mean, this is a common occurrence. That's uh, great. You know, it's just. You do what you're trained to do. You do what you have to do. Yeah. And you don't think. You don't, you don't. Emotions do not enter the picture. You just act and react according to the situation. Let me throw some stuff at you, uh, yeah. Murder Mike. And yeah. by the way, uh, you're listening into the Rock of Talk. I'm here with Murder Mike. He was on the scene last night. Doubts here as well. Um, <clears throat> I noticed something yesterday that. 
that uh, it wasn't just a homeless problem, but it was the number of people who were inebriated on either, you know, from what I could tell, some level of drug-induced intoxication and trying to perform functionally, and also at the very same time wearing masks. Um, from your understanding, are the people who are wearing masks, are they getting higher because they're rebreathing in their own uh, drugs? No, I'm serious. This is a serious thing. I saw several people who were on drugs, and they were clearly on drugs, and they were all wearing masks. So I was wondering if there's, like, something out on the street uh, where they're, you know, re ingesting the stuff because they're wearing masks. Do you, do you know anything about that? I have not heard anything. Okay, that, that sort of occurred to me. The second thing is there is no police presence despite the fact that there's speed cameras up and down Gibson. That's true. Um, people are traveling at a high rate of speed and a lot of people, I think, uh, having to do with, you know, drug and car culture, I should say, uh, for lack of a better way to present that. But, um, I mean, it is it is dangerous. Gibson is. I have seen officers uh, doing traffic stops. Okay. Not that many, but I have seen them where before I didn't see any. Okay. So right. drivers are slowing down a little bit. But, I mean, on my way to the station here today, I was not exactly going to the speed limit down Gibson either. No, you don't have to. I mean, it's 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 bad. So, you know, that's one of the things that's unfortunate. And just remarkable amount of trash and homeless people, uh, especially around the um, North Carlisle area, but over by Highland High School. Behind the high it school? Is, yes. It is bad. Right behind the old big fire store? Yeah, you went to school around there. I did. I did. It I mean, it was a heck of a lot nicer when you went to school than it is now. It had, there was no comparison. It was a good high school back in that day. It was no, one of the was, best high it schools. It was the Alfred. high school. That's correct. When I graduated, it was the high school to go to. Yeah. Beavis and Bahia, did you graduate with them? Just kidding. Okay, so <laughs> so let's uh, let's get into the numbers, uh, shall we? The weekly homicide update. Um, three last week, three this week for a total of 75. Uh, we don't know anything about the stabbing victim in all this. We don't know if uh, Mr. Uh, Rosenau, um, and I communicated this yesterday. Thanks to all your great reporting, Murder Mike. Thank you. Uh, we were able to um, ascertain that there was less seven under the age of 17 murders, uh, the way that they break down. So let's break down the the latest uh, here in the city of Albuquerque. We are on, on pace for 147 murders. We've jumped up in this uh, summer of love, uh, as the city of Albuquerque would like to call it, after having a city of Albuquerque report. I mean, the mayor is totally out of control. He, is, he, he has lost control control of this city like I have never seen. Can you think of a time in your life, uh, Murder Mike, in your 70 years where the no. city has been this this far off? I can't. And it's very disturbing. I, You know, we have both grown up here. We both walked to the movies when we were kids and yeah. there was no fear. Well, so, you know what? If we just stop bagging and start bragging, I think, uh, you know, I think uh, Dowd, I think you'd agree with me, right? I think, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think we need to stop uh, hey, bagging and uh, jump start in on, bragging. On Michael for one second? Second, um, oh, you know uh, what? We can't Mike, hear you too well. Okay, right. Let's see. No, okay. yeah, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. We, we're we're just yeah. you're just not coming through the mic. That's all. Go ahead. I hear him. Oh, uh, about uh, his situation moving forward because he was, you know, as command of the situation. Uh, what are the legal implications for you, Michael? Because you, you know, you observe so much. Are you taking notes and trying? to keep your memory fresh for this because I mean a murder obviously this woman was shot um, what, what's your legal exposure here hmm. well uh, that's a good question I know the uh, APD 
homicide and violent crimes detectives did, um, you know, uh, make me stay around the scene. And they took a picture of me and printed me because I did have contact with the victim. So I guess probably to rule out as a suspect my contact with the victim. So that's the, you know, I was, you know, processed by. Yeah. You stayed around uh, how long? Until what, two in the morning? Uh, no, three, three thirty. Three thirty in the morning. Finally there. The scene. Okay. How were they police? How are they, they, how were are they doing? Outstanding. The first yeah. officer on the scene. Yeah. Uh, he arrived within minutes of my call. Mm-hmm. And when he Well, arrived, after six minutes, because it took you that long to administer CPR. So, you know, the response time on that was six minutes. Right. Of course, now they were also on the homicide, the other homicide too. So they had to come from one to another in the Southeast Area Command is short staffed as Ooh, Did anybody at the scene communicate to you that they were related? No. Okay. So how did you, how did you learn that? Um, by the connection of the, the woman, just the way the woman was acting. And then after, uh, one what, of the, what does that mean? I don't know well, what that means. The, she was, she was wailing and screaming. She was highly emotional. So she, she was somehow related or attached to the victim. No, I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm going back to the two murders, murder mate. Listen, the two murders. Okay. All right. That happened last night. How did you learn that they were connected? Who told you that? Oh, I, I heard, um, some, some people talking that were at the scene or on the chatter scene and a little bit of the chatter. Okay. So tell me what was said at the scene. Um, the, they were investigating as, as they possibly they were possibly related. And why? Uh, they didn't elaborate. Did they elaborate uh, yeah. to each other? They may have the officers, you know, speak many times, you know, between each other. Sure. Uh, on a one-on-one basis. Okay. You know, I'm not privy to. But. Do you think we'll have a uh, since it's two? Do you think we'll have a suspect uh, within the next 24 hours? Because you know, the first 48, then it's you know the limited. Uh, availability of being able to, to find these people would be next to nothing. Well, I know somebody at the, at the second scene was able to provide some suspect information as far as what type of vehicle mm-hmm. and a possible number of offenders. I don't know where that came from. I just heard that later on. That Are both locations next to a massage parlor or next to a concentrated Asian community? Uh, the second one, yes. The second one happened in yes. front of a massage party. Yes. The first one, I don't know. I'm not familiar with that particular intersection. All right. We'll get an update uh, on that. All right. Let's get to the uh, homicide uh, updates, uh, the five homicides in the last seven days. And then uh, we've got five charged and arrested in the last uh, seven days, not uh, correlating with one another, it should state. Um, these are all for 2020 murders. This is going back uh, a ways. So the Albuquerque Police Department uh, certainly has... Um, it's hands full. I believe what, do they have 11 homicide detectives now. Is that, that about, am I in the ballpark? Pretty much. And uh, they, they were not there to uh, stop homicides. They're there no. to investigate homicides. Of course not. But um, some people seem to think that the homicide unit is supposed to be able to, you know, reach out and, and try to homicide prevention. That's not their, their role. Well, let's not forget their efficacy rate is certainly, I think, has a lot to do with uh, preventing further homicide. Right. I think it should be stated that. Uh, where there's consequence or possibility of getting caught, I think, you know, those preventative measures come with, yes. oh, did you hear so-and-so got caught for the murder of blah, 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 you know? That's absolutely correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Let's do the, let's do the uh, homicide rundown. 75 total uh, for the year. That puts us on pace, I believe, for 147. Uh, da- uh, uh, go ahead, Murder Mike. Hi. Um, actually, I'm following you. I'm on two different pages here. Okay, let's start with this. Uh, five homicides in the last seven days. 436 Grove, Southeast. Correct. 98th Street, West Side. Uh, 204 Richmond. Wow. 
I just go right through there. That's right there, up and up and down, uh, letting coal. Yeah, well, yeah, that's where the bank is, right there, the the uh, Wells Fargo Bank at Richmond and Central. What? That light right there. Yeah, a block it would be a block south of that. Is that a homeless that, that murder? Bank. There's some homeless there. There's some homeless, and there's also been, and I don't know why, because that's actually a decent neighborhood, but there's been a lot a great of shooting calls there, yeah. and there's been a lot of things happening there, and I can't explain it. You know, the 200 block of Richmond should not be as bad as it's turning into. Oh, God. All right, uh, 7817 Central. What's that, Central Louisiana? Oh, uh, so that would be, yeah, pretty much. So that, that would be, I think, the um, Cinnamon Tree Apartments. Oh, God, that's, that's, the, that's one a, of the worst yeah, places. One of the worst. Yeah, a lot of child abuse cases at a cinnamon tree. Exactly. You know, we've seen over the years. That's not a good place to live. And then, of course, the final one was at 2525 Tingley Southwest, which is the homicide by vehicle to the two Two victims. Two okay, so now official. Mm, the results are official there. Five charged arrested in the last seven days. Brianna Archuleta arrested for the 2020 murder at 8200 Bridge. Davion Jaramillo. 2020 murder at 8200 Bridge as well. So Davion and Brianna. Uh, I just haven't been keeping up with this. To, to be honest, I think we become numb to all of it. And that's, that's part of my fault uh, for not winning. Pedro Escalante arrested in the connection of the 2020 murder at 8200 Bridge. Sierra Lopez arrested in the connection to the 2020 murder at 8200 Bridge. And Desio Lee, uh, 11,013 Acoma. That's way up. That's... That's a dangerous area. That Southeast Heights corridor right up against uh, bridging up against uh, uh, Tramway and Central. Pretty, yeah, pretty close to that. That's yeah. a bad area. Right, right behind that old, used to be in Albertsons right there. Mm-hmm. There's a movie theater. It's I believe it's right Albertsons. <laughs> There's still a Smith there, but it's one of the worst places to go. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, total homicides. Uh, we are at 74, 69 plus three last week. Uh, now three this week uh, puts us at 75. Case status year to date 31 solved or closed, 28 active, 39 suspects arrested or deceased. Ooh. Uh, total justify homicides, only one. Previous year cases solved, 16, 31 charged. Boy, we had a, uh, a, a not good, not good clip there. Uh, let's see, 22, 2022 clearance rate year to date, 93%. That can't be right. It's a, yeah, I'm not sure about Are we just, it. Am I just supposed to believe that crap? 93% clearance rate? What does that mean? What's clearance rate? Uh, that means they've either been arrested, solved, or they've somehow closed the... Oh, uh, no. No, that's crap. Sean, Sean, call me. I know that's not the case. Okay. Uh, total suspicious deaths under investigation, 2022, five. Absolutely. Okay, here we go. Boy, this this is bad. Uh, let's see. Here for the month, we have now officially the worst June on record. Uh, 6269611, and six twenty nine, and that second one breaks the record. Fifteen homicides for the month of June. Murder, Mike. Twenty twenty one, there was thirteen homicides. In twenty twenty two, fifteen. And previously, that was the worst June on record. On record. Yep, so there you go. Um, let's see, anything else? Kind of uh, not looking at any charts or anything else here. Do we have a profile of uh, years, dates, etc.? Excuse me. Is that do. me wheezing? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't bring that with me. I um. Okay. I kind of jumped out here because I didn't know for sure exactly. Yeah, I know. Go get some sleep, man. 
Yeah, that's another thing I have. Yeah. I've been up all night and then all day today running yeah. to the store. Yeah, go, go go get some sleep and <laughs> shut down for the night. Yeah. And uh, what can we do to support your business? Uh, go get a. What are you selling? What are you slinging these days over I sell at collectibles uh, Metro and GM? Yeah, but tell us what's in the store. Uh, let's 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 absolutely. drive. Let's let's get five. I'm going to send five people over to you tomorrow. Okay. okay? So I want to send five people after you get some rest and. They're going to come and give you cash for something that you have in your store to help you out. And also because you're going to help them for, you know, a birthday or just because gift for their wife or husband or whatever. I have a variety of collectibles, some cameras, some uh, uh, collectible little 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 car toys. I can mm-hmm. describe it better if I was more awake. That's one of the problems. Okay. All right. but, uh, can I get I, you some more Murder Mike t-shirts? that help you I out? definitely need some more of that. Yeah, you want to you sling that? Yeah, I, I would love to. I've okay. had a lot of people ask me about them, too. Really? Yeah. What do they say? You, do you like hey, that logo? Yeah, My friend Brian Mike. designed that. I love it. Everybody. <laughs> when I saw that, I did freak. I, I thought right. that was pretty good. I, I wasn't aware that that was going to happen. Right. But, where, were you, go, where were you in 1971? In 1971, boy, I was—I think I was just about ready to be shipped to Vietnam. Really? Did you go to Vietnam? No, no, no. I almost—I almost did, but I—I—I I, I managed to escape it, so to speak. But yeah, I graduated from six in '69, and in '70 I was 18. So hmm. I was. You hear that? The in the year 2525, was that one of your jams? Oh, I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was even on the way to Woodstock because I broke down in Amarillo. <laughs> That's not very far. No, I didn't to make, make it. Right. No, literally, you can make Amarillo by morning from Albuquerque, four hours away. But, yeah, you, know, you broke down. You know, um, there's an interesting story about Woodstock. A group that uh, broke down was supposed to make it to Woodstock, had to fly out of uh, Albuquerque to make it to Woodstock. Kind of interesting little story there. Yeah, okay. there's always a New Mexico connection. There's got to be, a New but this Mexico is real. Connection. If you watch the Woodstock uh, film, you it know, was what, a different era. You know what happened when you were 20 years old, Murder Mike? Um, oh yeah, it's this one. Don't you don't you wish that we were back in these days? Huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, it was, uh, the it was Highland a better High time those days. Highland High School was a much better place. Uh, yep, on this day back in 1971, radio stations and the Kiva was around back then. Began running a Coca-Cola commercial with the jingle "I'd like to buy the world a Coke" performed by the New Seekers. It was later turned into a television commercial that you're hearing. With young people from around the world singing on a hillside, both the New Seekers and the Hillside Singers recorded full versions of the song, I'd Like to Teach the World to Sing, and both became hits. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Back to wrap hour two just for you here in the Kiva.
That's some good stuff. Heart uh, number one uh, on this day uh, for three consecutive weeks with that uh, number. I remember that. I was in Vegas when that all came out. There was like a, another band uh, that was playing a lot during that time. Uh, Tapau. Do you guys remember Heart and Soul? <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember that. Tapau. I, I got to play that. It was like, I don't remember. It's like going back to that time. And I remember being incredibly attracted uh, to the brunette. Uh, I don't even know what her name is in Heart. So, uh, I was, uh, I was an MTV uh, video, uh, you know, aficionado. That's what I liked. Uh, people are um, sounding off. Dowd, are you there? Are you coming in? Uh, we're not getting any Dowd. We got no Dowd. No Dowd. I've got him. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I know. I, there's nothing, man. I'm, I, I don't know what is going on, but yeah, there's nothing. I know you've tried everything. Let's see. Dowd's just going to have to listen in, unfortunately. So. I'll do the show and dad'll uh, hang by my side, but he's believe it folks. He's right there on the TV. So one he'll unplug and replug his mic one last time. And then uh, we'll just, we'll, we'll just, he'll be the, he's going to mime his way on radio. <laughs> there it is. Maybe doubt anything, anything. Wilson sisters, Wilson sisters. Sisters. There we go. There it is. We plugged that. Okay. So we're not going to move off of this. Um, this show uh your buddy austin fisher at source new mexico has got something to say now oh yeah and he always does he's always got he's always got to stick his neck out for everything <clears throat> miss it i guess albuquerque is all all i have and not very intuitive regarding actual page recurrent count uh 70 we spent an entire hour on the, the homicide count and you're asking me what the homicide count is. like like i don't have time to respond to individual text messages like i'm providing your personal information okay as usual, last night, Channel 7 reported a total of 63 homicides as of July 1st. What sources would you recommend for the real numbers? I don't know. Uh, KKOB, I guess they're pretty great. How about KOB? Uh, Channel 4, 7, 13, you know. If you're looking for real news, I guess you can go there. <laughs> this is why I'm so hated. Um, Chris, cool, what's up, bro? Uh, Albuquerque was objectively worse after the first term of loser Keller's administration. Really? You guys voted him in anyway. You didn't. You didn't seem to matter. It didn't seem to matter much. I had the displeasure of seeing him while touring the new Caravan Nightclub Library on Central. He fiddles. Creepers. Oh, the Caravan got turned into uh, <laughs> the old nightclub. Got turned into an Albuquerque uh, library. Wow, that's interesting. <clears throat> yeah, Brian, you're not very cool. Doubt is a Leo. Did I hear him say he was born August fifteenth? Something wrong with Doubt's mic. It's choppy, cutting in and out. Blah blah blah. Could be sabotage. Lol. Society has no choice but to pursue a lawsuit in order to get a more thorough autopsy to determine death before burial service. Right? Yeah. Okay. We really need to go ahead and justify. See, you guys who like to argue on behalf of the quote-unquote victims. That's interesting. Uh, 505 in the Broke Down Radio Station. That's very funny. So, you know, you have other places, but you'll still listen. Here's the funny thing. It doesn't matter how many times, you know, things hit me or things happen. Like, you'll still listen. <laughs> the stuff that I've had to overcome, you'll still listen. Trust me. How big is your... Yeah, that's really nice, Brian. That's a little weird. Uh, some of your ads uh, broken up. Mass stupid dro dogs drugs. Yeah, I found out what the you know, third, third tier I'm working with. The, that's why I had the long breaks. Uh, Eddie, can you confirm or deny talk about shooting last night at the 417 San Mateo where a lady was shot and taken to the hospital, not the lady who was shot in the car? We just told you she was murdered. I think we literally gave you the address too, so confirm that. There you go. Murder Mike is a Mac Daddy. Frank from all in La Vega. There we go. He's always very nice. 
people are complimenting. Some, pe- some people appreciate us. I don't care if you do. Oh, hi, dry, dry powdered base means it uses dry chemicals to release the tear gas agent. Why it's rather unlikely that it could cause a fire. It's not a gel or liquid, and each one has chemicals that feed the interaction, but do not interact if separated. Tear gas canisters usually will get warm, but there is no flame. And you don't want to know how I know this. Actually, I was interested in going to the EOD in the military. I mean, you wouldn't want to grab one of the canisters, that's for sure, but they could cause burns to the skin. But anything else, including uh, combustion, is unlikely. Death in Waco. The tear gas chemical isn't meant to cause any fire. Oh, yeah. Remember, they started their own fire, folks. They burned down, uh, it was not Heaven's Gate. What were they called? Um, what was Koresh called? Branch Davidians. Uh, there we go. April 20th, 1993, I cannot conceive any foreseeable fire hazard posed by the use of gas. Dr. Young, who's a safety consultant on chemicals. Thank you, man. You guys are so, thank you for helping me. They tried that CS caused the fire argument in Waco and it didn't hold any kind of mustard. In that case, they were trying to, wow, wow. There we go. Boom. Like right there. I'm letting it all written out for me. In that case, they were trying to hide the fact that there was other items on site created the flames and they needed to cover up. Nor dispose, disperse, say CS gas. The CS needs to be a gas. That means it needs to be, listen to this, 310 degrees Celsius or 590 degrees Fahrenheit to boil. The CS gas canister thus needs to heat up the CS gas and then spray it everywhere. And indeed, it gets so hot that the canister and the spray that escapes are more hot enough to burn the skin. Wow, we get all of that. See, see what you get from here? And this is why you listen. Hey, I've heard of drug labs lighting the place on fire intentionally if they have a lab set up because it basically stops the standoff. And it's a way to guarantee that you leave without getting shot. The fire department shows up and also tends to burn all the paraphernalia. Then you end up with lesser charges. Let's hit the top of the hour news. Hour three, you and me and the Dowd makes three right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM. And of course, rockoftalk.com. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, Albuquerque. Six 
6.06 in the 5.05 and more 411 here for your third hour. I'm Eddie Uragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM, Rock of Talk. Why is everything so much cooler in the 80s? Look, Top Gun was cooler, you know, to pow, heart. Uh, it's back to the 80s, baby. And uh, we got D. Don Muska here for hour three. And um, I guess we're not going to let up on this story. Front page of the Albuquerque Journal. They're going to go ahead and uh, spike the punch with the gaslighting extraordinaire. And it's our job uh, to go ahead and bring you the truth, not just to go ahead and, uh, you know, shine a light on what's really happening. Although uh, Searchlight New Mexico or New Mexico Sun or... Hey, Source New Mexico, all these people who think that they're shining a light and telling you the truth, it's all crap. The only real stuff that you get is right here. And, of course, you can archive it, podcast it, and get it on the chat uh, as well. You can watch us live right now on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, Podcasting, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Audible. Call the Audible. Or how about uh, becoming a subscriber for less than 20 cents a day? One-tenth the cost of a daily out of the uh, urinal, I need to play that toilet sound just as I, you know, as like Mark Ronchetti plays on the MLG commercial, which is pretty awesome. Even though it's not his commercial, it is uh, certainly going to help him. This Brett Rosenau uh, losing his life, um, uh, him and his uh, mom having a picture, Amanda Lopez. Uh, he was a runaway, and there's a lot more to this, and it doesn't really matter I think uh, in all of this, uh, what the truth is, uh, I think for the the family, they have lost somebody. I think it doesn't matter for the um, <clears throat> the the drug dealers and the people who are manufacturing. I don't think it matters to them. You know, they're all just trying to sort of uh, getting away with it, and they're trying to look fast, especially during this grieving uh, process. But it does matter for the community how you look and what is understood. I think that's where it really impacts because you know it's going to have implications. It's going to have implications in the community policy. Uh, for the Albuquerque Police Department. I mean, that's where all of the ramifications, and it's important that we get this right for that very reason. And that's why Dowd and I are here to talk about the filth that is uh, <clears throat> put out by Source to Mexico. They have taken a number of uh, hammers uh, to us, uh, as as you do. Oh, by the way, uh, um, I didn't know if you knew this or not, uh, Dowd, but uh, your former boss, uh, Paul Guessing, is currently uh, removing Patrick Brenner from all of the articles that he has, uh, quote-unquote, authored at the Real Grand My. I kind of wanted to get your wow. thoughts on that. What if I took all of the articles that you wrote and uh, at DowdMuska.com and I decided uh, we're going to remove those and put uh, Eddie Aragon or some other sort of pen name on it? Um, you've worked hard. You've been at this for nearly 30 years. <clears throat> I know Patrick is um, a novice, uh, by an amateur, and I think that that even itself is understated uh, in, in, in the way that I'm phrasing that. But... You know, he did some work, I guess, for the Rick Randy Foundation. And we're going to get into this Austin, whatever his name is, over Austin Fisher at uh, Source, New Mexico. And and it's it's important that you don't just put staff or whatever. It's important that there's a a credible news source with somebody that you follow. You developed a voice. You know, certainly everybody from Jolene Gutierrez had developed her voice, you know. Uh, you know, these authors, are, they, they have their voice. They're people that you devolve Westfall. You know, they, people have that. And, of course, uh, our uh, wonderful Dowd Muska, uh, you know, they've developed their own voice. But from an editorial standpoint, isn't how is that any different than uh, purposely getting the story wrong and then, you know, changing the authorship of uh, people who have, uh, you, you know, you've written for it? Just, I, I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Well, I, 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 I wish I could say it's surprising, but it's not surprising given the story source of uh, Ward Guessing Foundation. I mean, the, R- the Rio Grande Foundation, uh, an entity you should never, ever give a dollar to. Yeah, I, 
I try not to keep up with this stuff, Eddie, because I'm moving on with my sure. life, and I've only I've lived I've lived half forward to more great work at Rock of Duck dot Rock of Talk dot Chat, more dog dog time. And I guess the former employee now he has something called the, the Southwest Public Policy Institute. He's gone off and entity. Uh, uh, we just say you have an institute uh, by one person. That's amazing. It's the quality of life in the American Southwest. So, uh, you know, whatever. We'll we'll, we'll see. Uh, to your your Austin Fisher uh, point, Eddie, because uh, I'm glad you brought it to my attention. Sometimes you can be correct about something. You can be technically correct, but it's not really changing the narrative. All I often make right. make fun of our our little uh, soy boy cuck uh, Austin Fisher over at Source New. Mexico J- journalism. He wants to be, he wants to be in journalism, and he, he wants to uplift voices that typically go unheard. Economic inequality, policing, and environmental racism. Uh, Austin, that's activism. Why don't you just say what you are? I, I never call myself a journalist. I'm a libertarian researcher and writer. I'm a journalist. But uh, the big scoop that our little Austin, uh, who by the way had uh, COVID and he had to isolate it. Uh, I think he came, was very near death in that hotel but oh, I, I think the vaccine the vaccine saved him though right the, the vaccine has a big, big scoop he thinks this is going to make his career turns out <laughs> the warrant for um 27 <laughs> year old uh Keon kelly the good Keon. buddy Keon. of the young man who, who Keon. like 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 so anyway the, the warrant and, and, and i i had many times and it's important Important. Remember our Jordan Peterson. Be precise in your speech. That's one of uh, is wrong. Wrong. You need to correct it. And and I certainly uh, uh, am open to genuine criticism. So Austin has uh, his big scoop is that there was no uh, felony federal warrant. That, that it was actually a, a state warrant because he. Well, let let's roll back. He's a. Uh, Exonerating a uh, a victim, uh, a, mm. a young black man who's been targeted enforcement forces of of New Mexico. So uh, he's going after the statements of APD by they this was a federal warrant. Turns out is it is a state warrant um, that doesn't really change the the state warrant was signed uh, by the uh, parole uh, the New Mexico Corrections Division Director Melanie Martinez. As a warrant was signed out because he violated not one, not two, four, but five conditions of his parole. Real, real solid, uh, really tut tutting here when he writes a parole violation is not a felony and is not handled by a criminal, is adjudicated by the state probation and parole board. Uh, okay, technically, on parole after. Having completed his sentence right, in 2018, doubt. let me uh, doubt. Let me uh, let me jump in here. I'm sorry. Sure. Your audio, it, for whatever reason, I know. I mean, I and I really want you to do this, but I'm going to have to jump in and, and take okay. over the reins because people are are trying to hear and it for whatever reason. It's just this is it's just not it's just not coming through. So we're getting. Let me start from the top. I know I know you're frustrated, but we're going to have to have you probably come into the studio until we figure out. What's going on there? Uh, okay. Between, I mean, we have we have fiber here, and I'm not sure what's what the heck's going on. Okay, so let's go to the Source New Mexico article. 
that dad was talking to because we're picking up about every we're picking up four out of five words so the way that and i think dad would do a better job of of hitting oster than i would (laughs) uh one because he comes from that direction and and two he has a bone to pick with uh, old austin so um five different warrants on a state basis not a federal warrant okay so we're sort of missing the uh, stone in the shoe, the, the big part of all of this. And I think that that's what Dowd's getting at ultimately is the fact that they're missing the real story. The, the fact that, you know, there are warrants that was warranted for them to be in a five-hour standoff for them to go ahead and bring him down. And um, we're seeing the pictures of Keon Kelly now at krqe.com as they continue to lament the story of the other uh, boy who, who died in all this. So the morning after the incident, Chief Harold Medina said in a news conference that the Department of Investigative Support Unit was searching for Keon Kelly, who had some quote-unquote felony warrants, and one from the state and one from the federal level. His whole entire bone to pick, if I got this correct out, and just go ahead and nod, is is the fact that there was any federal warrant whatsoever. If that's not, I believe, the case, that's exactly what they were looking at, is the fact that there was any federal warrant. So there's no federal warrant, but here comes Medina messing up again. First thing that he's able to volunteer is, oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. There's no federal warrant in all this. Okay, well, that's besides the point. This isn't an argument or splitting hairs or things about nomenclature. The fact is there was warrants here. Two active warrants, an internal police database, and another for unlawful taking of a motor vehicle out of the city of Santa Fe over the next three days, blah, 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 KRQE, KOB, Albuquerque Journal, Source New Mexico is trying to prove that it's better than the rest of these news sources, which it clearly is not. The journal site cited the police report that Kelly was wanted on felony warrants. That is also not true. Okay. Felony warrants. And then they uh, go through. In the reality, New Mexico Corrections Department of Probation and Parole Division, Melanie Martinez stated, signed a warrant for Kelly's arrest, saying he violated five conditions of his parole. Parole violation is not a felony, is not handled by criminal court, instead is adjudicated by the State Probation and Parole Board. Kelly was on parole after having completed his sentence in a 2018 carjacking in Las Cruces. Police Department Detective Eric Enziel used the arrest warrant as part of his reasoning to ask Judicial District Court Judge Britt Baca Miller, hyphenated Miller, for a search warrant given the police legal authority to search the house where they found Kelly and 15-year-old Brett Rosenau in two cars parked in the driveway. So it appears at this point, based upon the further reporting, Dowd, uh, yes or no, it looks like that that Keon Kelly, his official residence was indeed that particular residence. Where it was that? Is that about right? I think so. That's what it looks like, yeah. That's what it looks like. So that's, uh, that, there you go. Diego did not respond to a question asking whether federal police agency was talking about. Kelly, Kelly transferred from the Berlin County to a state prison on Monday, remains in custody as of today. He has not been charged with anything other than the parole violations according to the search of the state current records on Tuesday. Could he or could he not be charged with the murder? cover-up drug house if it is one if i state if it is one okay we don't know if it is if it is one another crimes but so far has not been named as a suspect in any of them in addition to being an absconder for the parole violation this all directly from source.m.com our detectives wanted to get him into custody attempt to question him for that investigation as well separate investigations into a homicide and their officer officer involved shooting the fact that he was considered a person of interest in three different violent crimes also led to making his apprehension a priority uh, Dowd, look up exactly. his, uh, his, go ahead, Dowd. Uh, again, that's what I was driving at, Eddie. I mean, I, this, by local and federal, 
uh, for on suspicion of being involved in some very serious state and not a federal warrant is not going to get you the Pulitzer Prize, Austin. I'm sorry. <laughs> Earlier reports from the medical investigator indicated the teen died of smoke inhalation. Police say the investigators are looking to whether the munitions police used to ignite the blaze when things go wrong, blah, blah, blah. There's a situation where we want that person to look as bad as possible. We can either just fire or mitigate the actions of APD of that night, Jones said. I'm not saying that this is the case, but that thing happens. Okay. We're not working on behalf of the Albuquerque Police Department. The Albuquerque Police Department, they by and large don't show up anywhere, no matter how many times you call them, okay? I've called them, and I got to tell you, it takes them a long time because they the amount of crime in this city and the level of which they respond to, pretty low. Because remember, you guys are like, hands up, don't shoot. You guys are like, defund the police. You guys are like, well, we need to go ahead and make sure we need to appease the criminal. So honestly, can you blame the police for being, they're not trying to make themselves look good at this point. If anything, they're constantly hedging on behalf of the criminal. And I think this isn't going to be any different from that whatsoever. So Source New Mexico has decided to go ahead and uh, stick their foot into all of this. And uh, they are pitching it from the left side, which of course is which what they do. And we're not defending the police. Uh, we are simply calling BS on the narrative that's being created, which is quite a bit different. Okay, if there was something that had been done or something that we should be paying attention to, we would certainly be paying attention to it. But that based upon the reporting, both from Elise Kaplan, Matthew Risen, and the Albuquerque Journal that's, that's come out at this point, and the information that's been reported, they are building their case. They're building the narrative. Over-policing of communities of color is a major problem, they go on to say in this. Yes, there you go. Just like you would, uh, ACLU, quote in the journal, over-policing of communities of color is a major problem. And I just wonder if the approach would have been a little bit different if it was another part of town. Wow. Wow. Community is traumatized. Family lost their home. A family is displaced. No, the boy was displaced. Didn't have a mother. Took care of him. A young child who barely started living their lost their life, which is a horrible tragedy, and there's further erosion and trust between the community and AP. No, there's not. I don't believe that that was the case whatsoever. This is the city you want, folks. Like, this is by design. Again, you're getting exactly the city that you want. Let's, uh, let's go back to uh, the, the whole thing about how this could have been handled differently from our guy who is uh, communicating the technical aspect. Uh, let's see. I voted for Eddie Aragon and against the stadium. Thank you very much. Wow. Thank you very much. Righto. Let's see. All right. Here we go. <sighs> we ended the hour with, in order to disperse, say, CS gas, the CS needs to be 310 degrees Celsius or 590 degrees Fahrenheit to boil. The CS gas canister thus needs to heat up the CS gas, and then spray it everywhere. And indeed, it gets so hot that the canister in the spray that it escapes more than hot enough to burn the skin. Eddie, I've heard of drug labs lighting the place on fire intentionally if they have a lab set up because it basically stops the standoff and it's a way to guarantee that you leave without getting shot. Our department shows up and it also tends to burn all the paraphernalia and then you end up with lesser charges. Also, oftentimes, if they have to scuttle a lab, I don't know what that means, they'll actually force the family members to pay for the losses so that it may be why they're going after the mother. <sighs> Wow. Okay. Just saw Murder Mike on the five o'clock news on KOB Channel Four. Woo, Murder Mike. Murder Mike a star. How about that, Dow? That's pretty cool. Wow. I thought we had a star, exclusive. Baby. 
to be in my show. Murder Mike will take you anytime. Hmm. Let me uh, get to this. Let's play a care QE since we're we're not gonna, we have to finish this, unfortunately. We have to waste the time on this. Because we have everybody wanting to construct their own narrative. Even even us, we're trying to construct our own narrative, aren't we? No, we're not trying to do that. I think we're the only ones who aren't trying to do that. We're like literally picking everything apart. If we find something and it's, I, I mean, we will be the first ones to tell you. There's no doubt about it. All right, let's see if we can bring this up. By the way, the conservative New Mexican uh, D-Dowd Musket, did you see the, the write-up on the conservative New Mexican's homeless clamp, uh, camp cleanup perpetuates Duke City's demise? Uh, it, number one most clicked item in the Daily Blast. <laughs> there you go. Oh, you, you included it. He's, he's very worked up about the fact that you, didn't, you weren't including him in the uh, recent stuff. So anyway, we all, he's a, a certain guy. person who shouldn't be ever uh, uh, in public. I don't, I don't, I don't list those links but stuff yeah exactly all right here we go let's get to the krqe report did jessica karate do this one did she did. i don't know she she certainly likes her bill richardson doesn't she, she loves her abortion oh loves her abortion she loves it this is a did she, did she leave that twitter up did she leave that tweet up oh i you know i'll see if she t- took it down if we see if we scared her, you're scared. All right, here we go. Good evening, Albuquerque police say a 15 year old involved in a standoff with police died from smoke inhalation. Though at this hour, what is still uncertain is whether that house fire was caused by a tear gas canister <laughs> used to get 27 year old Quante Kelly out of a home near Southern oh and Wyoming. God. According to APD, the teen Brett Rosenau and Kelly barricaded themselves inside as officers were closing in. Now, if you're a woke television reporter, Dowd, let me just ask you this this question. I think it's important. Shouldn't you know how to uh, pronounce, um, you know, black names at this point? I mean, I, I think mm-hmm. that just kind of goes. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess part of your currency is being woke and yeah. on the left side. Like that's insensitivity. You, I think it's total insensitivity. If you cannot pronounce a black name. Maybe you don't know black people. I love black people. I miss the black people, right? I mean, seriously, that's horrible. That's horrible. Like, seriously, he totally butchered the guy's name. It's just time to, it was prime time, baby. And he didn't even come out. I mean, it's just really bad. Let's, let's go back so to listen. Watch, watch how he butchers it. Used to get 27-year-old Quante Kelly out of it's a home in Southern and Wyoming. Like, seriously, they spent a lot of time naming that boy. It's a hell of a lot of time naming that kid. I mean, do you know like how much they had to come up with the right combo of, of vowels and consonants to make that work, Keont? And no and you, you after the Q. That was very creative. <laughs> yeah, like seriously, the, the level of creativity that you had to go to to come up with that, and you literally butcher the guy's name. <laughs> What's going on? All right, let's, we're going to give Dean Staley... Staley. Do you think they consider me a terrorist at this point? Yeah, seriously. I mean, someone's got to consider me. According to APD, there we go. Quia. Quante Kelly. Quante? That's even worse. I didn't even hear that right the first time. 
I can't even get through this report because this poor guy who's involved, who lost a friend, you can't even pronounce the guy's name. Like, where's the news director in all this? He was turning his life around, you know. He was, the he sky was about to turn the limit. He's got great, like, knuckle tats, uh, a couple of face tats and all this. And yep. you, you yep. Yep. up his name. Oh, man. Wait, let's, let's hear this. He was, was going to be at the new library in the International District every day. Yes. Reading. Picture, picture pages, picture pages, time to get your picture pages, time to get pens and pencils. You know, it's uh, oh, it's Bill Cosby's birthday today. Don't you remember? Here we go. canister used to get 27-year-old Quante Kelly. Come on! Of a home near get that right! Damn it, Dean! All right, let's go. Wyoming. According to APD, the teen, Brett Rosenau, and Kelly barricaded themselves inside as officers were closing in. So why was Rosenau with Kelly? KRQE investigative reporter Ann Perrette Ooh, looked Ann, into the teen's life and found his Please. father was shot and killed by deputies in a chase years wait, ago. Wait, wait, wait! Well, the 15-year-old's mom and her attorney did not want to talk about the boy's troubles. I bet. What well, troubles? Wait. Listen to the phrasing and then the pivot. Phrasing and pivot here, okay? This is called shaping the news. It goes from why was he with Kelly to he never had a father. And I guarantee you one of the next logical steps for me is like maybe this 27-year-old happened to be the father that he never had. Oh, don't you see this coming? Dowd, tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Oh, I won't. I won't. I won't. I love to. I love to just do the pivot here. I just want to listen to music for the rest. I can't listen to this crap anymore. Seriously. I mean, probably you can't either. It's like I have to sit here and listen to the crap spewed by the media because you're too stupid to think through the news. That's what's going on here. Okay, they think you're too stupid to think through the news. Let, let's go back to this. Well, I got to hear it one more time. Sorry. Caused by a tear gas canister used to get 27-year-old... Caused by a tear gas canister. Well, all we have to do is go back to the Branch Davidians to know that that's not true. Come on, Dean Staley. I know you were around back then, okay? Then we got... Kelly, out of a home near Southern and Wyoming. By a tear gas canister, used to get 27-year-old Quante Kelly out of oh, a home near gosh. Southern and Wyoming. All he saw was the end of that name. Quante. <laughs> he, he saw the U... And he went with the U right away because it, it made the most sense to the white guy, Dean Staley. That's exactly what happened. That's, you know, wow. I'm, tell me I'm wrong. Please tell me I'm wrong. The white guy literally is like, I see the U right there. Just go with it. Quante. Like the guy's not, name is not Quante. It's clearly Q-U-I-U-N-T. <clears throat> uh, just realized something else while we're at it. Boy. Yeah. According to APD, the teen, Brett Rosenau, and Kelly barricaded themselves inside as officers were closing in. So why was Rosenau with Kelly? KRQ. That's the question we need to answer. And then? Looked into the teen's life and found his father was shot and killed by deputies in a chase. That's not why he was with them. 
While the 15-year-old's mom and her attorney did not want Never to had talk a about the boy's troubles, saying he loved his many siblings and walked to the beat of his own drum. Probably a decent but kid. Didn't have like a mother. He has had issues have over the past year with mom posting on Facebook last fall. Oh. Her son had been missing for six weeks. He ran away. He just told us her son's friends threatened his mom, even shot at her home. She told police she believes they're drug dealers. Oh, 15-year-old did not grow up with his biological father. Three months before he was born, a Bonneville County Sheriff's deputy shot and killed his dad when he pulled out a gun during a traffic stop. The 24-year-old had been in trouble for meth and car theft. At the time, he was wanted for blowing off court on a domestic violence charge. It's now being investigated. So did he, that's a, there, there we go. There's another Excuse me, little wrinkle, Dowd. What was the domestic violence charge? Was it against? Um, was it against uh, uh, Brett's mother? Here we go. Domestic, mm -hmm. like this thing. You, since we're going to open it up, we get to open up the entire past of all of this. At this point, we get to open up all of this because now we need to know. Because you guys are going to use this. As a political ploy for Black Lives Matter, you're going to go ahead and leverage this to uh, defund the police. You're going to turn this into another Department of Justice situation, and I'm not going to let it happen. We aren't going to reopen and relitigate and rebring in the Department of Justice after we work this long. Like, Dan Lewis couldn't do this. Certainly anybody down at city council isn't going to do this. I'm the only one that's going to go ahead and do this. Take this tape, roll tape, send it out to everybody that you possibly can. That's what you need to do. Because we're going to pick apart this thing with the information that we have until we get ourselves into a position that we understand that this was not the police officer's fault, likely. If it is the police officer's fault, fine, we'll get to that point. But given everything that we've seen up until this point, I can tell you this is not the police officer's fault. And if you want to put this on the front page two days in a row, then I'm going to make it a priority as well. Because where, where's, the, where's the Republican Party on this? Where's Dan Lewis? Where are, are any of your quote-unquote leaders here on any of this? They're nowhere to be found. They won't touch it with a 10-foot pole because none of them are minorities. And they're too white to talk about it. But I'm the only one that's a-hole enough to tell you about it. I come on this radio station every single day. I've been telling you about this crap. And you know that this is within your reach to go ahead and get a Republican governor. And that's all they see. They see... More of their woke politics, they see more of their crap, and they see that as a money grab for the, for the attorney. Like, it, this is all a giant cabal to make sure that they create this, uh, and no, no pun intended here, the curse of the city, the black cloud of the city, to make sure that it doesn't leave. They need this. They, folks, they need this story. And this is their opportunity to, to, to seize upon it. Don't miss this. I, I tell you, I'm not cynical enough to tell you how black-hearted these people are. Absolutely. 110% I trust my gut on this like no other. I know who these people are. I know what they do. I know what they're going to leverage. And they're not going to stop until they get the Department of Justice back in here, until they say the police are wrong. And, and the irony shouldn't be lost on any of you. Like I pointed out first hour, Pat Davis shot a black guy and opened up a library in the same weekend that they're going ahead and trying to go with their woke politics, that this is some sort of racial threat. And Source New Mexico just backed all that stuff up. They can't stop it. 
they don't have enough blue dye in their hair, purple dye in their hair to go ahead and make this thing go away. They just don't. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. I haven't even got through the Dean Staley stuff. Even Dean Staley is like, well, what is he correct? Didn't pronounce Keon's name correctly. Caller, you are in the Kiva. Go ahead. Yes, I'm a caller, and I'm calling in. I'm not going to tell you my name, but okay. I know the fact. All right. Go I know slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. Go ahead. Go ahead. You have the floor. Wait, wait, we got to hear you. You're very, you're very, you're too muffled or too loud. I want to get you the right volume. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I know the family. And, the, and, the, and, and this is a setup from the beginning. Those people he was with are nothing but cruel people. They are evil. They are into drugs. They yanked this kid. This kid ran away. His mom's been, they've been looking for him and trying to, to get a hold of him. He got sucked in by all this crap, promising him a, a better life. He could do what he wants or whatever. This mom and dad has been worried about him. His stepdad and his mom, I know I know them personally. And I'll be damned if I'm going to let the journal or anybody else make this anything different than what it is. Those people did not care about that kid. They killed him. They killed him because he knew what they were doing. And, and, and I am going to be tired. I can't stand to listen to this. I can't stand to look at the journal. I can't stand none of it. This is ridiculous. That kid got killed for a reason. He didn't get killed by the police. He didn't get, they, that, that man in there killed that kid. Okay. And so, he didn't care. All right, let's slow down. Uh, and yeah, you don't have to say your name. And I appreciate you having the confidence and trusting us to, 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 to speak all this. And, and Dad, I'm gonna turn you down just so we can get rid of the chirping in the background. And I'm sorry for your loss. I'm sorry for the family. And uh, I'm gonna just continue to let you have the floor here. And I'm just gonna ask you some questions. Is that okay? No problem. Okay. So, <clears throat> you've known this kid for how long? I've known this kid since they moved here about almost a year and a half ago. Good looking kid. I know the family he's, since he's, a kid. He's good, a good he, he looking a, kid. What what happened? He what? was an A student. <clears throat> he was an A student. What happened? Got involved in he got involved in some kids. He has a that, he had a, he had a, were, he had a big he, heart, huh? He has a looks like he, he has a he did. big heart. He, okay. he he does. But he got involved with kids that were selling drugs and got involved with that jerk of a man that the coward. He got, they got involved with him. He could not get out. And I've, I've talked with the family. I, I've, I've been talking with them. They, they've been trying to get this kid out of it. He got involved with these people. He didn't want to follow rules. He just wanted to go do things on his own. He, and he found out the hard way. His older brother knows now. They got into the same thing. But he got out of it. But this young kid was used by these people. These people are gonna use this kid to propel what they want. They're nothing but evil people, evil. Okay, okay so let's let's, let's specify, let's specify here so we can protect the family, okay? How, let's go to, to the family. They've been able to raise a lot of money and that's good and they've seized an attorney and that's, I guess, good for them if that's what they need to do. But let's let's not jump to any conclusions uh, either. So your thoughts on this? You said it wasn't the police, and the police are no. getting framed in all this. You're you're suggesting, even though they stated at the scene, Keon Kelly, um, there was no marks, no bullet wounds. How do you think Keon 
if he died of smoke, quote unquote, smoke inhalation, um, how do you think Keont, and this is what you're suggesting, Keont Kelly may have killed him? Yes, lit the fire and kept that kid in there because that kid was told that if he left, they'd kill him and they would kill his family. They, they came his, after the family already. His, okay, there we go. Now we've got a connection. They came here. after the family already. They came that Friday. They came after the family. We got they came a, after we've got the a family. Real, we've got a real... Uh, we got ourselves a real war on the streets. So there's retaliation yes. going on. So was 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 he forced into sort of some some sort of forced labor? Did he uh, jump in on behalf of one of his friends? Uh, he seems like a kid with a big heart. He, he probably tried to try to handle something that maybe one of his friends couldn't. Try to run drugs he for him, thinking he could get got, out. Yes, exactly. And he thought it would be he can go do what he wanted, and he just got tied into something that. That was more than what he ever thought it was, and more than what he can handle. So why did, did and, he run away to protect his family? Yes, yes, he did. Yes, he did. He <clears> ran <throat> away. Okay, so. he ran away because he because he chose to run away. His family is a good family. Okay, They're so good parents. Dowd, uh, let you chime in on this uh, just for clarification. So I think we should uh, sort of restate this: uh, the the boy ran away to protect his family. He was forced into hard drug labor by running drugs. Uh, I would say is that is that about right, uh, sir? He pretty much. He was pretty running. much. Yes. Okay. How did he get looped in? Do you know, or how does his family think he well, got just looped a in? Just a friend. Just a, just a friend, and and then just it started from there. Friends got him in. He was an A student. He was in school. He wasn't even in. He was just in junior high. When's the last and time he, he attended broke, school? When's the last time he attended school? I do not know. Probably about a year ago. Okay. Before he ran away. Were they, but he, they he, were out looking he, for he, him. He celebrated his 14th birthday. And then, yeah, they were out looking for him. They've always been looking for him, but they never could find him. He would call once in a while, but they would, wouldn't tell him where he's at. He, he, was there he a got missing persons report put out stuff. for him? Is there a missing persons report I think, put out? Uh, yeah, I, I think, I believe so, yes. I hope there is. But they could know. Yeah. But the thing about it is, is. That family is going through a tremendous trauma right now, and they're being painted as being bad. Those other people that lived at that house or whatever, none of them, none of them are family. None of them are in. Where is the house that he was staying at? That at eighty one hundred, whatever the address was. What the the house that he was staying at? That they knew to issue a warrant at that particular house. Well, I, I guess, well, I guess he was staying there because we had no idea where he was at. Okay, so in my opinion, in my opinion, based upon what I know, the Albuquerque Police Department has more culpability by being understaffed, and this then falls on the mayor, by not looking out for a missing kid who's out on the streets dealing drugs and being forced into hard labor. Um, you know, we can say exactly. bad, we can say bad he's all he's, he wants, but I think for the record, the point of clarification here is the Albuquerque Police Department didn't do enough to help find him is that is that a better way to phrase exactly it? okay exactly better way to phrase it yes but i'm not that he was mixed up with some bad people and this family is a good family is a family the, in the, danger the stepfather well yeah i mean they've already been threatened by the people already once already they've already they, they come over here who's protecting them? already who's protecting them? them well the police come by they've been doing patrols and, and keeping an eye on them have you guys you guys you guys need to call aaron over at ips okay call aaron at ips and tell him that we'll go ahead and 
float whatever we need to do. Um, and I know that they've, you guys got some, some money but um, to kind of do that. But we'll do whatever we can to go ahead and help protect the family from your from what you're saying alone. Literally, I'm taking you at your, your word, just based on listening to you and, and what you're saying. But we're going to help you and your family um, make sure that they are protected. I think that that should be something that we could definitely help with. Um, well, definitely. Because Albuquerque Police Department, I mean, this is what we're trying to solve a problem here, right? Albuquerque Police Department is yes. so incredibly outnumbered, outgunned, out everything. I, I'm assuming at this point they're probably pretty afraid of these, you know, drug dealers that are out there. Even. Well, they are, but they've been they've been coming around. They've been watching the house, you know. But it's still, the, the, the fact remains is 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 this family is being painted wrong, and it's not right. I don't like what what's happening to them. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the, I I like I said, I know the mom and his and, and she, his. Is she good? Is she what happened? Yeah, she's she's a good mom. Yes. Okay. Oh yes. So how how did the stepdad and the mom lose him? Is it just because Brett was trying to protect them? No, I don't know. He just did not like the rules at the house. They want to follow rules. Want to do his own thing. I was a I was a I was a fourteen year old kid once. I'm telling you, this kid was. I'm my opinion. Down. I think you could probably go with me and knowing these young kids. I think he was making stuff up, likely to probably try and protect his his family. I mean, given the fact that well, they've already been attacked. Yeah, yeah. Well, that and, and 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 the fact that they threatened this kid and they threatened to do things to him and his family. That's not right. All right, and, finish listening to this. Know, finish listening to this, if you would, with me. And I don't want your name. Don't 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 say your name or anything like that. I'm going to keep you on the on the air. I'm going to continue listening to this report from KRQE. And uh, it sounds like you've got a little bit of a crowd behind you. Let's take a listen. Soap died at the hands of law enforcement. APD says smoke inhalation killed Rosenau during this SWAT standoff at this home on San Joaquin. So, so you're saying that that's false on San Joaquin? Smoke, I, smoke inhalation is not what killed him. I think that's what killed him, but I think the guy kept him in there to do that. To so he needed, to, he needed to go ahead and succumb to that. Because, yes. okay, got it. All right, let's continue. No officers yeah. used tear gas canisters and shot pepper. Does anybody believe that tear gas canisters actually j- jumped in uh, on this and, oh, and started no. the fire? No. And you're you're no. a friend of the family? Yes. How do you think the family would feel about you saying that? They they, they believe it. They, they know. They know that, you know, they, they know, wait, wait, they, they know that tear gas canisters did not Kill, yes, they don't believe that one bit. They know they know that these people were evil people. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm going to give you my word that I'm going to help the family. Okay, I'm going to tell you right okay. here on our air as a guy who could have been mayor of the city. I'm going to give you my word that I'm going to help you and your in the family and your friends. Okay, but I'm also yes. I'm also going to tell you that I just destroyed the case that the attorney had. I literally just destroyed the case. Stoud, would you agree that I literally, based upon what you just heard right here? Well, even though Eddie, I just want to comment on. Yeah, sure. I just want to comment on what the the caller has missed. I thank him for calling in. Uh, yeah. I dare say I'll, I'll I'll crow myself a little bit because I'm the only sure. p- following this who suggested yesterday. Why are we not exploring the reason why the year old couldn't get out of that house? So yeah. Yes, the official record says, oh, he, he died of smoke inhalation. And I think the caller, by suggesting that maybe Kelly was 
threatening him, had a gun on him, risked dangerous situation, tends to uh, work in the police's factor. There was a career criminal in that so far has been, oh, Al out of control Albuquerque cops went looking for a black kid to kill that, that day. His older you know, friend there was keeping him in the house and saying, don't you dare leave. You're staying here with him. The biggest role, the biggest contributor to this ch child's teenager's death might have been and Kelly Himmler raised that point. That has been completely unexplored so far in the last couple of days. There we go. All right. All right. Let's let's uh, let's continue here uh, with this. Stay on, stay on the, the horn here. The home to get their target, Chianti Kelly. APD says smoke inhalation killed Rosenau during this SWAT standoff at this home on San Joaquin. We know officers used tear gas canisters and shot pepper spray shells into the home to get their target, Chianti Kelly, out. The chief says the house caught fire two and a half hours later. It could take fire officials two weeks to determine if those devices sparked it. Why did they have to escalate? Why is the ACLU getting quoted here? I mean, this is uh, also, I think, a very curious thing. <clears throat> this is Naomi Valdez from the ACLU. Um, I do think in, in all of this, there's going to be something good uh, coming by way to way of the family. But based upon what I'm hearing here, uh, sir, uh, it seems to me like the family is is very much in agreement with, I think, the narrative that we're understanding after picking apart the news media, the news media is certainly focused on telling the story a particular way. Um, and, and that seems to be a political end and it's taking away detracting from, I think likely the goodness of this boy, uh, which I think was, he may have done something and left his house to save his family. That's how bad the fentanyl He's probably dealing in fentanyl. What, what do you think? You think fentanyl is something that they were dealing in? Could, could, could be, it could be, okay. I, I don't know that, but I know, it has been bad from the beginning. These people are very terrible people that he got mixed up with. And, I mean, there there's no good people at that house. What, They're not good. What what else do you know about the people surrounding beyond Keont Kelly? Uh, there was two individuals who were looking to uh, take out the Lopez family. Tell me about that. Well, they just, they just come. I don't know exactly who who came. I just we just found out about it when I came home and 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 found out about it and seen what was going on. And that's when what they are they afraid of? Uh, what are they afraid? What does the what does the mother know? What what do you think anybody knows at this particular point? And I don't. I, I think it's better to get it out just in case you're hesitating or hedging at all. I think it's well, better to no, get this out I, to save the family and the life because I don't know that the police can defend them from such, you know, evil people. Oh, they, no, she, she believes that they're they're re responsible for what happened. He, he was mixed up with the wrong people and he couldn't get out of it. He couldn't get out of it. Okay. Or he, he couldn't and they knew it. You go get and some they, rest. They, you go get some rest. Give our best to Lopez family. We're going to do what we can. Uh, to go and help them, okay. but, but there's not much of anything that we're going to be able to put the police on this. And it seems well, to me, yeah. I, and I think that you have done a very important thing on behalf of the community, not necessarily for, I think, the uh, windfall that would ostensibly have uh, come that they would have expected, but I don't think it's that's not what they're looking for. I think what they wanted was their son back. They were able to get their older son yeah. back and certainly, but he has two more siblings. Is that correct? Yes. 
Okay. All right. Um, I think we'll all be saying prayers or uh, giving good thoughts and sending them all your way. I and do. Th- I do appreciate. Thank that. you so much for listening, and thanks for uh, staying on hold for forty-five minutes. All right. Good stuff. <clears throat> Doubt. Wow. I don't know if we've had that. <laughs> um, but to make that call, and I, I really commend the, the the caller Eddie, and uh, you know, just guys dealing with the human situation of a kid who maybe got involved in some things that were you know he just got um, the death of this teenager is being used by people who have a pre narrative that's right and so they will they will slap down the narrative which is overzealous cops like i said it was federal but it was only a state uh, that's another example of of police brutality in albuquerque uh, let's do every let's find out every fact we can but i'm not applying my, my pre-agenda to this incident. The subtle, not too subtle message coming out of the Austin Fishers, presumably would be more impartial and more objective, is out of control Albuquerque cops went looking for, fired a flammable device into a house and killed this kid. That's the message they, I don't think that is accurate, and I, I'm, but I, I'm not going to pitch my version of events because we haven't been very suspicious of this automatic narrative that they slap down on every single in uh, when someone is hurt or someone is injured uh don't believe the hype these are very dishonest skepticism i live my whole life with skepticism i bring skepticism to everything don't buy into this automatic to push because it suits their ideology their virtue signaling and their policy agenda and, uh, All right, Dad. We're going to let you go. We're going to you and I are going to run a test tomorrow. See how that goes, and then we'll figure out what we're going to do tomorrow. Uh, thanks for hanging in there. You were terrific uh, for doing so. I got to say, uh, if I keep going just for another minute or so, um, this was a tremendous show today. This is what radio is supposed to do. This is what radio is supposed to do. Now, let me tell you. Radio is supposed to save your life. Radio is, should give you the real story. Radio should definitively give you a greater understanding of the world around you. Radio should unite a community. Radio should take out false falsehoods. And what that man did by coming onto the radio to speak about something that he knew about, as I'm going on hour three of this, because I can't stand to look at another, and by the way, Albuquerque Journal, 4, 7, 13, KKOB, everybody out there is just like, oh my gosh, Eddie did it again. This is the guy just like, he just, every single time we kind of try to take him down, every single time we try to go ahead and do our own thing, that guy is very inconvenient for us because we were on our way to making sure that we could turn this into a political uh, uh, ax to go, to, to grind. And that's all they were trying to do. This wasn't about the kid. Nobody gives a crap about the kid as far as they're concerned. They really don't. And, and I'm going to gift wrap this and I'm going to send it to the Albuquerque Police Department. And I should gift wrap this and send this to Tim Keller and everybody else that's out there. And I should say, look, I just saved you seven to ten million dollars. Because the Albuquerque Police response that were there were just there to do their job. We don't create other molehills because we, we not there, there is. I, I, there's some level of culpability in the fact that they're too understaffed to actually get out and look for missing kids. This is a missing kid in the community. 
That's the story. The story is good parents lost their child and couldn't call on law enforcement to go out and bring him in because the bad guys had already got to him. That's how dangerous the city is. Folks, if there was ever a reason to pick up and leave, that story is the reason. Okay? I'm not leaving. But if there's any reason you're trying to justify it, I can't blame you. Okay? This is the worst state. This is the worst city. This is the worst place to raise a child. This story proves it. <clears throat> I wish I wish to hell I was your mayor. I wish to hell I was able there to be able to, to care enough. This is the most I can do from the, my standpoint, which is basically stop the bleeding. Tell the truth. Understand the problems. Communicate openly, effectively. Slay dragons. Dean Staley's or Jessica's or Tessa's or anybody else. I'm going to gift wrap this and I'm going to send this all out to them and say, well, that's very inconvenient. How, how dare they, they, they decide to go ahead and expose what's really happening. What's uh, talk about the reality and, 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 and take a hammer to another youth that's died here in the city and expose it. I told you the cartel took out Victoria Martins. You can put this stuff on trial all you want. Jurors will get cased six years after Victoria. I read everything, folks. You know that. You guys know what we read. I can do a, a show extemporaneously on all this stuff because I just read and listen, read and listen, talk, read, listen. That all comes filters through. <clears throat> Sad day. But at least we know a lot more than what we started out with. And that's good. That was a cartel hit. Let's see. Worth the time to listen today, Eddie. Thank you. Also, evil people don't have dogs because they love them. Usually predators use dogs to lure children. Sadly, sexual abuse might have been involved here. That's what I was thinking. Just because, you know, I come from sexual abuse. Now, <clears throat> the media is conveniently victimizing our law enforcement who the community desperately needs to keep them safe. Yes, and keep the, the community more dangerous. Eddie, back in high school, drivers said they said always brandish a weapon when they pulled over. I'm, I'm not sure what that means. Eddie, great reporting today. Thank you. I came here for the facts and the stuff. Even Alex Jones forgot to report. <laughs> We're all considered domestic terrorists by the, the left, according to my friend, the conservative cowboy. Found killed by deputies by doing something wrong, like I don't know the shooting. It's all communist propaganda. Yes, that's 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 who they are. So there you go. Uh, I feel good today. I feel good about this show. Um, let's let's get out and help the Lopez family. Let's make sure that we uh, do what we can to support a family that's grieving. Let's talk about the real story. Okay, talk about the real story. Let's uh, let's celebrate our police who put themselves in harm's way. Let's help them by may maybe um, know at one time that they were going to have a particular, like the Red Beret group or the group that was going to get out and help. You know, our community is hurting in so many ways. I mean, we're going to need a lot of uh, people who volunteer their time to do stuff to make the community better and battle these people. And, and these people are cowards. Three shootings last night. You just heard Murder Mike. Like, honestly, I don't know that there's a better sort of realistic blow-by-blow -blow show than the one that we did today, even though it was, you know, had brought with a little bit of technical difficulties and stuff. And I hate it. There's not, there's not you know, I got to work with other people who have to help me, and we're almost there. So, um, but, you know, this, this station is, is a blessing. It's a blessing to you. It's a blessing to me. It's a blessing, I think, to our community. And I think, you know, today, it's a, I think it's a blessing in a weird sort of way uh, to the Lopez family. And for that man to be able to come out and talk about what's really happening. 
And so I hope tonight that uh, you guys uh, stay safe and uh, stay out of harm's way. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. Catches my eye, the shadow of a lover goes dancing by, looking for a little bit of love to grow. So give me love, give me heart and soul. You never let me cross to the other side now. Time to the hope that you will somehow hard on the heels of something more. But I lost your love, heart and soul. The terror of my heart as you walk away. You're so low when your head is high. Everything you do can fix you so much. Give me love, give me heart and soul. Look into the dark, I saw your face. It wasn't in the vision, and it wasn't in the past. You moved in a way that I've known before. Now I want your love, heart and soul. Time to wait till you say it now.
it's true, I did extend the invitation. I never knew how long you'd stay. When you hear temptation come, it's your heart that takes the To wake up in the morning, morning, my head is spinning constantly. How can it be? How could I be so blind to this addiction? If I don't stop, the next one's gonna be me. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. (laughs) 